Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the luck of the draw. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on Luck of the Draw, the party was finally heading out of the city of Mirefall. They traveled along the road for several days, having deep and intimate conversations along the way. Finn was able to finish carving his quarterstaff out of the magical Feywild wood, and Zeno discovered that Rumble, the bard, had given him his magic scarf, along with his piano. Eventually, the party came across a group of hobgoblins blocking the road. Though they attempted to negotiate with this group, Ezrin and Starflame eventually charged, starting combat, which Nyx promptly finished with a fireball. Approaching Baywood, the party noticed a number of burnt farmhouses and buildings. Once in town, they learned that somebody recently had been setting a number of surrounding buildings on fire, though they seemed to have recently stopped. While in the tiny town, Finn met up with the Hander family here in the local lumber mill. They also overheard that another group of individuals was heading towards the capital, but decided not to engage with them. Moving on to the next morning, the group eventually entered Bay Forest. They encountered a rancid smelling wind and a number of sleeping boars, which they were careful not to wake. Once out of the forest, they continued on and were very cautious of other travelers. One evening, they saw a distant campfire, but no trouble ensued. The next morning, the party passed the group from Bay Wood, seemingly in a heated disagreement after their belongings were taken. They briefly introduced themselves before leaving and eventually arrived outside the east gate of the Salubin capital of Dusa. And that is where we are picking up. As you approach the gate, you see large stone walls, approximately 30 feet high, standing before you. This is the east gate, as you have heard murmured from several individuals on your way towards uh, this area. It is currently closed as you stand in a line of people who seem to be waiting to speak with a group of iron claw in front of you near the gate. Every so often, the guards will allow a small group to approach the portcullis, which is quickly raised and then lowered as that group moves into the city. Some are told to move along and begin walking away from the main center of the capital towards what looks to be a cluster of makeshift shacks to the south, uh, yeah, to the south southeast of your current position. You can see them just off in the horizon. As you stand in this line, it is slowly moving, inching closer towards this group of Iron Claw. It is approximately six or seven o'clock at night. The sun is going down, but has not fully set. So there is still a little bit of light outside. What would you all like to do? Wait in line. Man, this line sucks. We should have went the other way. Can we overhear like what kind of questions the Iron Claw are asking people? Uh, I can say that as the line begins to move forward, you can uh, attempt to go ahead and make a perception check. Mm. Why did I speak up? Because I'm not good at that. Nice, <laughs> <My> sister. <laughs> you can make your own. 
four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Off to a great start. Nix, you are a little too enamored with the hugeness of the capital itself, and you are just kind of staring and gawking at the silhouette and skyline of the city as opposed to trying to listen in on uh, some of the individuals who are speaking with the Iron Claw. Hopefully they like tieflings and furbogs. Hmm. As long as you don't take any of them hostage, I think they'll like you just fine. Now, now. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they like rogues. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't introduce yourself that way. Introduce yourself as the esteemed bard, Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep your daggers hidden and keep your harmonica out. <laughs> you guys are getting closer and closer as time goes by. It's probably taking about five minutes or so per person per group or per group. So time is, you know, still kind of ticking on. You're getting steadily closer. Now can we overhear anything? Can certainly try again if you wish. I will. Yeah, go go for a graffiti. <laughs> Twenty-four. <laughs> nice. Okay. So um, as, as this uh, couple here is ushered away and they head off towards the south, uh, this next lone single individual, excuse me, steps up. Uh, you hear a couple of questions, mostly along the lines of, what is your business here within the city? Do you have goods to declare? What brings Anyone you to declare? goods or services? Okay. Why do you come to the capital? Things of, of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it does not seem to be too inquisitive. Mm -hmm. And the individual that you're uh, speaking with is talking fairly quietly. So you don't really hear their response before they are eventually allowed past. I can hear them. They are not asking anything too specific. Just what our business is, etc. And as you you do notice that that a line is beginning to form perform behind you as well. Okay. Eventually, this this individual is allowed past. Why am I at the front of the group? This is a bad idea, guys. <laughs> I step back to the back of the line. <laughs> okay. As as you do that, the iron claw kind of watches you and kind of gives you an eye graffiti as you pointedly walk away. Um, you all do see uh, a couple members on top of the portcullis are, are the ones who are kind of cranking it up and lowering it back down, and they allow this man to pass before it shuts once again. How big is this wall, this door that they're entering? Huge? Or just... Uh, the, port the portcullis itself goes up like all the way to the top of the wall. And how tall is the wall? 30 feet. Okay. So it is now your turn to approach. I'll step forward and good day. Good evening. Who are you? 
Uh, we are a group of adventurers. We uh, are coming seeking knowledge. We are planning on spending some time at the conservatorium. Conservatorium, you say? Mm-hmm. You know who it is named for? Do I know who it is named for? Is that what you said? Yes. Uh, and I would know that information. Yeah, we went over that last time. Yeah, you, you, you all briefly discussed it. Paradonna. Seems this one back here knows his things. And he looks at you, Finn. You say your only business here in the capital is knowledge. Yes. Have any goods or other services to declare? And there's a couple of them kind of like just looking over all of you. They're not, their hands are kind of back on their, on like the pommel of their weapons, but they're not actively hostile. Um, I'll just kind of look over my shoulder at Zeno and just kind of give him a, you want to add anything sort of face? I mean, I suppose I, I could try to, uh, Play some music at your local taverns here. Are you any good? Uh, I try. Just starting out, honestly. And he'll take out his uh, harmonica and just play a little tune. <laughs> since attention seems to be on him. <laughs> okay, make a performance check. Oh! Hey! <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> uh, as you begin to play, Zeno, you know, uh, a couple of the guards behind the the front two, you actually see them kind of tap their foot a little bit and start to like you know bobbing their heads and getting into it. And uh, one of the, the two at the front actually notices and turns his head and like snaps his fingers really quick a couple times and they shape up. As I pull the uh, harmonica <laughs> down, he'll, he'll do like a little bow for him. <laughs> well, I can see that that is very much truthful in your answer. I suppose that this is good enough for our purposes. Welcome to do so and they will part to allow you all to pass. And as you walk by, uh, the individual who you had actually uh, was speaking with kind of turns and uh, gives a quick circle with his finger as he points on upward. And as you begin to near the metal gate, you hear a And the portcullis slowly begins to open up. Just admiring the the walls, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> he runs past everybody. <laughs> he just starts sprinting. Okay. Uh, as you all are passing through underneath the portcullis, everybody make a perception check. A what check? Perception. It's a nine for me. Wow. Seven. Natural 20. <laughs> 21. 11. Finn, Nyx, and Graffiti, you all hear it first. From behind you, 
and it's so out of place that, that it really catches you as as odd. You hear, uh, uh, move, ah, move, move! And um, the three of you quickly turn around and look, and the whole line of people that was behind you is starting to scatter and run in all directions. You turn around and look, and most of the guards are kind of looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. And as a shape comes lumbering kind of out from around a group of trees, you you hear a... And you actually hear one of the Iron Claw say, oh, No, not again! And he pulls out his sword. Everybody go ahead and roll a d20 for me, please. Five. Thirteen. That's a three. Twelve. Uh, natural one. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Pretty bad. <laughs> Overall. As you all are at walking through, it is in the middle, like right as you are walking underneath the portcullis as this happens. And as soon as the howls start, the guards yell, Look out! above you and you all instinctively jump away and the portcullis is just loosed and it slams down Zeno, Ezrin, and Graffiti you are on the inside oh inside the city wall <sighs> Nyx and Finn you are on the outside everybody let's go ahead and roll initiative jeez <laughs> we, good luck we Nyx got this. yeah yeah that's, that's great <laughs> Hey, oh, 27. Good initiative, but I'm on the wrong side. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, 19. 12. 27, that's sickening. That is gross. <laughs> Ooh. Guards rolled really well. Good. All of you, whether it's through the portcullis or on the other side, you do see all of these individuals starting to run and scatter. However, you do see what looks to be a number of figures start to emerge. Four large wolves emerge. These two here are able to run up and actually sink their teeth into these two individuals. And you hear their screams. And the guards are just getting ready their weapons. They are getting ready to go and attack. Jumping into combat, Zeno, you are actually up first. You are on the inside of this portcullis. What are you? What are you doing? Uh, is there any like way to get up to this level nearby? Uh, looking around quickly, you don't see any staircases or any ladders that would immediately lead you up to the top. do I guess I'll take my action to uh like just take a step back and try to look around for a way to get up okay uh since this is since you're gonna use that for your action I'll say you you get a pretty um good look around go ahead and make a perception check <sighs> nine okay you quickly look around and still aren't able to see anything. You quickly look to the left, you look to the right, and these walls look pretty solid. There isn't really a place where you might be able to, to climb up or, or find a way up. Do I have a 
have anything. Anything you can do as a bonus action. That was your action. Yeah, I'll take like a few more steps. Like over here. Okay, so so you cannot see what's going on now. Yeah. You are behind the wall. Just kind of trying to take a look around. And that's all okay. I can do right now. Alright, Nyx. Okay, I'm gonna move kind of in between these guys here just so I can have a better view of what's going on. Um, do I have a clear shot to this one over here? Yes, you do. Okay, then I am going to... It, it's currently, like, biting down on, like, on a man who's kind of wearing peasant's clothes, and he's just kind of screaming in pain. Okay, I'm going to cast a chromatic orb at second level fire at it. Okay, go ahead and make the attack roll. Oh, shit, nice. Natural 20! Oh my gosh, guys, that <laughs> nice. was so much damage. Wow. <laughs> that, uh... That seven plus one is actually seven plus two, uh, and let's see here. There's there's two it's ones. Like Fourteen. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so it's 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 two more than what it shows. Holy crap! <laughs> That's so much. Uh, okay. So it's twenty-eight, awesome. thirty-one, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty-one points of fire damage. So, Very nice. <laughs> so Nix, as you see all of these creatures come charging out. You you actually see, thank you. Uh, you actually see. Wild magic! I just felt my heart leap out of my chest. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. It's it's never going to make me happy. Um, <laughs> you you confidently step up, and you actually see that head guard, the one that you had been speaking with, as he pulls out his his, his long sword. Stand back! We'll handle this. You actually just kind of ignore him, step forward, um, raise up that crystal, just fire off the energy, and it, it's it's not so much that that bead of energy that you've been sending out for a chromatic orb or even a fire a fireball. This one is almost like a Kamehameha blast, and it just goes <laughs> straight through it, like it incinerates seventy five percent of it and just leaves like charred hunks of flesh on either side. It is very dead. <laughs> well, that was my turn. Good job. <laughs> Whoa. All right, give me one second, because I got a freaking man. Now it's the guard's turns. The, the head guard who was there beside you, you actually look over at him, kind of smirking, and he's there just kind of slack-jawed, and he just kind of stammers, whatever you just did, keep doing it, and he'll start <laughs> moving forward. He'll actually, he'll dash up to this one. Uh, this, this one doesn't want to get on that person so he'll dash up to there this one is going this direction gets to there and these three are gonna dash to there okay uh so that's um three of those guards or uh, those guards on the grounds turn 
you also see two of the ones on top loose um, crossbows. So let's see if either of those hit. Ugh, no, not with the two and a six. So those miss. So that's all of the guards' turns. Uh, Ezra, when it comes to your turn, you are still separated from the battle on the other side of the portcullis. What are you doing? I am going to misty step through it. Okay. And that puts me right in front of Nyx, and then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get here, and then I'm going to throw a javelin. Uh, I'd probably risk hitting one of those guys, right? I'm going to throw a javelin at that guy, I think. Okay. Uh, what's the range on a javelin? I was just checking that. 30, 20. Uh, so the purple one would be at disadvantage. The yellow one would be in range. Okay. Could I change my movement to go up here instead and then just go for this guy? So I don't hit the... Yeah. That's fine. Cheeky. That's a nine to hit. Uh, that misses, unfortunately. It 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 kind of ducks down right as the guards arrive, just after you, just as you throw your javelin, and it goes high and wide. That's all I got. Finn, uh, I'm gonna move my full thirty-five, and then uh, use a key point to step of the wind dash to here. Okay. On it. Go for it. And then attack with the staff. Okay. Two attacks. 27 for 8. Uh, that hits. Uh, and then the second one's a 21. Yep, both of those hit. So you come up with your staff. You hit it once with the broadside. Then kind of jam it in the ribs for a total of 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, graffiti. You are also on the other side of the portcullis. Uh, I'll just use my action to yell up to the guards. Open the gate. We can help. Okay. Uh, you you yell this up at, at the two guards who are just kind of staring out at, at this this carnage, uh, still kind of holding on to the portcullis, and, and they see uh, your friends kind of rush in and start making attacks at Nick's vaporizing one of the wolves. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Nineteen. The natural nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you shout this up kind of authoritatively, and with their commander nowhere nearby in the midst of needing assistance, they kind of look down at you and give a quick nod, and you see them get ready to start pulling up the portcullis. Okay, it's my turn. Uh, it's now the wolves' turns. Uh, okay, let's do this here. Uh, this one is going to move here. This one is going to move here. That one's going to stay where it is. Uh, Nyx, Ezrin, and Finn, you all see uh, a few more shapes begin to lumber out of the darkness. Another one appears. You did just pass um, initiative count 10. I know. I'm going to move him in a second. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, 
I'm 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 mentally like considering them off the field, except for the ones who are like being bitten. Gotcha. So, uh, and then another one appears here. One shows up over here, and the last one runs up here. Okay, so the ones who just arrived um, don't get attacks, but they are on the field. So we get three attacks. Um, I will say, because Finn hit the yellow one, that's who will get the attack. We'll get one attack at a guard, one at Finn, or sorry, two at a guard, and one at Finn. So here's the one at uh, Finn. 22 to hit. Hits. Okay. Uh, you take nine points of piercing damage. Please make a strength saving throw. 20. Oh, yeah. You got it easily. And then here's the two on the guards. Uh, that misses. That hits. So this guard down here uh, gets a chunk taken out of his arm as he's trying to swing his sword. That's all of the wolves' turn. Zeno. Yeah. Um, hearing graffiti yell at the guards, take the chance and uh, head back to the gate. And... Yeah. I guess I'll try to longbow attack that yellow one through the bars. Okay. Go ahead and make the attack. I'll say because of the portcullis, it'll have half cover. Okay. Worth a shot. 20. <laughs> oh yeah, that definitely hits. So you take out your bow, and Nyx, you just hear an arrow go right past your shoulder. And Finn, as you're kind of hitting it with your staff, you see an arrow just kind of stick into its side. Nice. And that's about it. 14, 14 damage. Nix. Okay. I will come down this way a little bit. Then uh, I'm going to... <laughs> Which one do I use? Um, I'll, I'll use Magic Missile this time, uh, just at a first level on this guy. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Perfect damage. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost. It was, it was three threes, not three fours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 12, 12 points of damage to the orange. Okay. Go ahead and roll wild magic. Oh, yep. Come on, come on, come on. 19. Who ah! <laughs> is right next to the one? <laughs> okay. Uh, it comes to the guards' turns. Uh, so this one is going to move over here. So you can attack that one. Okay, so we got one, two, six attacks on six of the seven wolves. Uh -huh. uh, that's a 24, that hits. 
Uh, eight misses. Natural hey. 20. Nice. Twenty hits. Um, they're almost all of them are hitting. Uh, okay, four of the six hit, with one of them being a crit. Okay, so the second hit was the crit. So let's do this. Okay, eight. Okay, that was the crit, so... Oh, the critical rolled two ones. How unfortunate is that? Okay. Alright, so the red one takes eight. Uh, the green one takes five, which is terrible. Uh, the yellow one takes seven. And the pink takes six. That's all the guards' turns. Uh, Ezrin, are you back? Yep. Okay, you're up. Yeah. Am I coming through? You're good. Yeah, so I am going to. This would be flanking, right? Within. Directly opposite. I guess the guards count for flanking, right? Yep, they are currently allies. Okay. Um, uh, first, I'm going to. Who did uh? Who did the rest of the guys hit while I was gone? Sorry. The, the guards or your party? The party. I was here for the guards. Okay. Um, Finn hit the yellow one. The yellow one is looking fairly weak. Okay. Um, I'm going to place Hunter's Mark on the yellow one. Okay. And then I'm going to circle around 30 feet, flank with Finn, and do double attack. Okay. There's the first one. That's a... 16 to hit. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll Hunter's Mark. Um, yeah, I got that. Uh, six. Nice. Okay. So with your first attack, uh, you see this wolf. It, it's kind of just got like slash marks all through it from from the guard beside it. And it's kind of got bruises on its side from Finn. And it's kind of like hobbling and looking around all menacing. And you just take your longsword and just slash right across the arch of its back and just sever its spine. And it just falls over. Fucking sweet. Um, <clears throat> gonna turn to the pink one, which I have flanking. Remember to turn that on this time and then swing again. Natural 20. 20. <laughs> Uh, with that, I think, yeah, I'm going to Divine Smite as well. Okay. Uh, also roll 2d6 for Hunter's Mark, as that doubles as well. Uh, I can't switch it without a bonus action, though, which I wouldn't have because I cast it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was on the other one. My yeah. apologies. Uh, so this is going to be yeah. 48 for the Smite, right? 
Correct. Extra 20 damage. Okay, let me add this up. 20, 36. <laughs> it had exactly 36 hit points. <laughs> uh, so you come through with your sword, Ezra, and just clear out both of its um, right, uh, right front and right back legs. Just cleave them off with a spark of your divine energy as you impact each limb. Just bam, bam, and it just just takes it and falls over. Uh, the two guards who are beside both you and Finn were already pretty damn impressed by Nyx's chromatic orb. They are almost dropping their weapons in awe. <laughs> I assume that's all, Ezrin? Yeah. Okay. Finn. I'll run up to the red one. Is this flanking? Yes. Quarter save. 26 for 10. That hits. Uh, 26 for 6. Also hits. And I will spend another key point to do Flurry of Blues. Okay, two more attacks. These are unarmed strikes. 18. Fifteen. Okay, both of those do hit. So you're able to just keep pummeling and punching. Uh, after you're done with this one, Finn, it looks very wounded. That's all I got. Okay. Graffiti, are you here? Yep. All right. Did they open the gate? Um. Oh, my apologies. I forgot to do the, the guards uh, on the thing. I only did the ones on the ground. Okay. Uh, give me one second here. I need to... Uh-oh. You lost one of the pop. Yeah, one of your rear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to do the... Crossbows. Uh, that misses... Ooh. Ooh. Not good. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, the This guard here fires his crossbow, and he's aiming at this purple one, and the crossbow bolt actually lands in between the legs of this guard. <laughs> he almost did his own guy. Now we know where they're, why they're on the wall and not down here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the the other two are going to make um, athletics checks to raise the portcullis. Come on, guards. Fuck up. Mm. Okay. They're pulling it. They're pulling it as quickly as they can because they don't usually have to do a, do this super quick. Uh, it's starting to lift. There's maybe about a two and a half foot gap that you would be able to crawl through graffiti. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. Do I need to roll anything or just go? Uh, you are able to get through unhindered. However, you do have to get prone and crawl through and get up, so you would lose half of your movement. Ah. <laughs> All right. 
so then I don't even be able to get to here. Uh, uh, you would uh, you would get to here, and then you would have fifteen more feet of movement. Oh, okay. So here, okay. Let me just check. So I'm a little. No, still good. Okay, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. And it's going to appear right there. And it'll take a swipe at the red one. Alright, go ahead and make the attack. Eighteen. Okay, so you once again conjure your giant stone slab of wall and Finn, you actually know the drill by this point. You back up just in time as this giant slab just slams down right on top of this wolf, just basically making it from a dire wolf size, which is, you know, you know, four, you know, four and a half to five feet tall to maybe like a foot tall. <laughs> it is just splattered. There's bone and blood that kind of just flies out. Some of it gets on you, Finn, and this other guard. <laughs> but that one is most definitely dead. Oh, nice. And one hit point left. Nice. Um, has the blue, purple, or orange been hit yet? All of them have been hurt except for blue and purple. Okay, I'll uh, toll the dead on the orange. Okay. Wow. So it's a DC 16 wisdom save. Uh, I'd better fucking save. Yeah, that's a huge <laughs> amount of damage. Not that wise either. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it does I... not. 23. So a giant spectral bell appears and right around the head of the orange one and it's kind of shaking. It's still standing, but... I feel slightly accomplished for the first time in combat. Crap ton of damage. Yeah. Uh, so that's my turn. Okay. Uh, it's now the wolf's turn. <laughs> yep. Uh, this one's gonna dis or leave this guard and come up to you, Nix. Oh crap. You're a, you're a lone person. Did I, um, I, I kind of quickly shouted it when we were hearing noises. Did I get my mage armor up? Uh, when did you try to cast it? Uh, when we heard things coming. I kind of um, shouted it out, but I didn't know if you heard me. <laughs> if not, then that's okay. I, I didn't, but that's something that you would do, so I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay, so we're going to get one attack on Nyx, one on a guard. No, and then two on guards, because there's only four of them left. Okay, here's the... Whoops, that's the guard character sheet. Wolf. Uh, here's the attack on you, Nyx. 14 to hit. Uh, shield. Okay. So it comes down to bite you, and you just summon... Slam your staff down, and that barrier of arcane force just drives it off of you. on guards uh, two of which have advantage uh, that does not hit because here's the two with advantage 
That definitely hits. Uh, that one does not. Okay. Uh, so you all see the blue wolf take a chunk out of this one up here. Zeno. Alright, I'll do the same thing and uh, slide under the gap. Okay. So you slide under, stand up, that's 15 feet of your movement. And run beside graffiti here. And then bonus action to dash. Okay. And I'll move beside the wolf here. And try to attack with my rapier. Alright, go ahead and make the attack. <sighs> Eleven. Uh, unfortunately, that myth is... So right right as you go to swing, it's just getting up after getting blasted by Nyx, but it sees you coming and is able to jump out of the way. Dang. Well, alright. <laughs> all right. At least I'll divert attention away from Nyx, hopefully. <laughs> uh, Nyx, it is your turn now. Uh, I will sword burst. So it needs to make a deck save. Okay. Nice. It's a fail. Yeah. Five points of force damage. Okay. That is on the orange one. Um, so Nyx, as you're, uh, uh, are they like real swords or like spectral swords? They're spectral. Okay. So as you summon these spectral swords, it kind of gets up and is snarling at both you and Zeno. It actually turns and lunges for Zeno's face. But that's right when you lunge the swords, and they just pierce into its side, up towards its neck, and into the side of its head, and it falls over dead. Yes, nice. Okay. Uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, it comes back to the guards. You're going to get six swords and two crossbows. Hit. It's a miss. That hits. That hits. That hits. That misses. Okay, so we have three hits. Two on the green and one on the purple. Okay, so the green takes 14 points of damage and the purple takes eight. And then we got the two crossbows you hear thunk, thunk, from the wall. Uh, that's a natural one again. Uh, okay, I gotta reroll that. Okay, he's... Neither of these crossbowmen are very good. Uh, here's the second one. Noobs! God, they are just terrible. So they, they are they are repeatedly firing crossbow bolts, but they're just landing short, some are landing long, and most of them are not even close to the target. <laughs> That's all of the guards. Uh, Ezrin. Uh, Alright, I'm going to walk around, using 15 feet, and then attack the green dude. Alright. It's 21 to hit. That hits. 
It didn't... It didn't get the cold damage. Oh, I rolled a fucking javelin, I think. Oops. <laughs> yeah, um, roll, roll your um, sword damage. That is 15. Much better. Alright, so you slashed into it. It's still standing, kind of snarling at the the four guards around you. Or the three guards and you all around it. Going to uh, make another attack. That hits. That's 15 as well. The exact same. <laughs> uh, this time, yes, Ezra, you are able to just kind of stick your sword kind of right into its neck, pull it out, and it falls over. I would like to aggressively step over the corpse and make my way up to the blue one and shield bash it. Okay. D does shield bash have to be at the same target or no? I don't think it does. You can use bonus action to try and shove a creature, so. Uh, within, if you take the attack action within five feet of you. I don't know. It's kind of ambiguous. Go with your call on that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say it has to be the creature you attack. Okay. Be, be, because that be, because that's the the thing of like you attack and then you try to hit the same creature, not move, which hasn't been attacked by you. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I will then use my bonus action to transfer the hunter's mark onto the blue guy. All right. That's my turn. Finn. I'll go for the blue guy. 24. Why does the lower yeah. one always roll higher? It's 24 <laughs> for 7. And 25 for 10. Both of those hit. Blue one had not been hurt yet, so this, these are the first attacks that have landed. Uh, I'll spend a key point to do flurry of blows. Okay, go for it. 24 for 10. That hit. That hits. 20 for 8. Yep. So you just wail on this thing. All four attacks, Finn. Bam, 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 bam. It's hurt. It's really hurt. That's all I got. Uh, graffiti. Uh, okay. So I'm going to run up. Here. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, so you're kind of standing behind this shack. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to move the uh, spiritual weapon over there and take a hack at the blue one. Okay. Ugh, 10. It actually misses. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, out of all of the attacks between the two guards, Ezra and Finn, it's just dodging everywhere, and it just happens to move right when you try to slam down. So I can't see through to the purple one anymore, right? At the moment, no. But you still have movement left, I think? No, I, uh, no, I already moved my full movement. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I can toll the dead on the blue one, so I will do that. Okay. 
Woo, good damage today. Uh, so DC 16 wisdom save on the blue. Yeah, 18 damage. By one, it failed. Uh, so Finn, Esmond, and the two guards all see that giant spectral gong form. And instead of like going around its head like it usually does, this time it encompasses the entire body. And as the bell swings in, you just hear a crunch. And like you hear most of its like internal bones and organs just break. Wow, I've killed two people. What the fuck? <laughs> that never happens. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, there's only one wolf left. Get him. <laughs> um, and wolves are not that in intelligent, so it is going to attack. <laughs> And it's probably going to miss. Holy shit, it hit! Wow. <laughs> Oof, for a lot of damage, too. Yep. Ouchie. Uh, so, so this guard over here, who has actually been hit twice, goes down. Oh. He is unconscious. That is the wolf's turn. Zeno, you're up. Alright, I'm going to... Run up here. And I'll do bonus action dash to get up close and try to attack. Okay. With a 21. Yeah, that hits. So you just stick your rapier right into the side. <sighs> Snarls back at you. Yeah, that's it. Next. Okay, I will move down here so I have a better line of sight on it, and I will firebolt. Thirteen to hit. That misses by one, unfortunately. Unless you wanted to try for advantage. Uh, I think I'm good. We're 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 pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Comes back to the guards' turns. Uh, this one is able to get there. This one has to dash. This one is going to her. This one's going to him. Okay, so we get three attacks and then two crossbows. Here's the swords. That just hits. One of them will have advantage. That misses. Uh, yes. It actually would have been the one that already hit, so I'll roll to see if he crits. Yep. Darn. <laughs> yeah, so we got one hit. Uh, ooh, he did max damage, though, so that's 11 points of damage. Nice. And here are the uh, crossbows. That misses. That hits! 
I finally hit something! Not bad damage either. <laughs> so, uh, Xeno, a crossbow bolt, actually, like, you see it coming and are able to duck out of the way, and it sticks into its shoulder. It's looking real hurt. Nice. I give a thumbs up over to the, uh, to where the crossbow guys are. <laughs> okay. Ezra, in Europe, if you're here. Um... Oh, I guess I can. Yeah. Is there going to be a penalty for trying to throw a javelin through the guard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Fuck it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna transfer my hunter's mark and then dash. Just don't get a natural one like you used to. Okay. It's going to be my turn. Pew, 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 pew. So this wolf is getting surrounded by guards <laughs> and the party. Uh, Finn, it is your turn. Uh, we spend another key point to step of the wind and move 70 feet, but really 65. Okay. So that's your movement and your bonus action. You have your action left. Attack. Ezra should have stopped one short, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you also could have stopped one short, but you didn't. 24 for 12. Okay. Go ahead and roll your second attack. 12. Uh, second one actually misses, but it only misses because you punched it so hard the first time that you just knocked it out, and it's not where you expected it to be. What's your finishing touch, Finn? Yeah, just just like a running punch <laughs> from all the way up there, just as fast as I can <laughs> So you see Finn kind of just running as fast as he can like a bullet, and he actually kind of like jumps the last 10 feet with his step of the wind and just sticks his uh, quarterstaff out, and it's almost like a, a baseball swing from, a, from like an airplane, and he just like whacks it as he's flying by, and it just falls over. And we have ended combat. Uh, I did. So I'm asking, what is what is everybody doing immediately? Uh, I'm going to... As combat ends. I'm going to kneel down to this guard and play some healing music with healing word. <laughs> As he's doing okay. that, Ezra was about to walk over and lay on hands and he just kind of turns away sheepfold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you say, Zeno, to heal to heal this guard, or do you just play music? Oh, I'm just uh, I'm I'm showing off my my music with harmonica again. Just... Okay, so you <laughs> play a quick little ditty. You kind of like extend your hand, and the guard uh, 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 he does come back to consciousness. Yeah, for healing. <laughs> With four sneak attacks. Yes. <laughs> Snuck up on him. <laughs> Knocked him out again. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Okay. I, I gotta, I gotta roll one more thing or a couple more things here. 
And I'll run up to the other two and uh, spare the dying on them if they're still uh, alive. I don't want to know what he's rolling. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, a guard other than this one went down. Oh, the peasant. Uh, graffiti, you you get to that man. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> when he sucks. And you try to heal him as quickly as you can. But both you and the guard kind of look up at the same time and find that there is no pulse. Yeah. Unfortunately, this random NPC had all the information that we'll ever need. <laughs> oh man, he can totally revivify. Oh no. The the guard just kind of pats you on the shoulder. We shall take care of this. <laughs> and he kind of puts his hand and closes the, the guy's eyes. You are able to stabilize the woman, though. Uh, the woman rolled. Uh, she saved her first time and then failed her next two. So I was really curious what the, she saved the, the fourth one, so she was okay. We will be. You'll just sigh. We need to sort all this out and report this to the hall. Men! Start to gather this up. And you actually see, um, now that the immediate threat has been absolved, um, the portcullis, which had closed after you all left, is now being opened again, and you can see more guards beginning to flow out into this area. I think so. The, the guards just begin to spread out and kind of process all the wolves. Is everybody okay? Um, this individual, the captain walks over, and kind of inspects the woman. She's breathing, unconscious. Seems to be breathing. And he snaps his fingers at, at two of the individuals who are now walking out uh, from from the actual gate. And he goes, "Get to court. This woman needs medical attention. Get her to the lech house." And he kind of they give a quick salute and start running back towards the thing. And a couple minutes later, they come back out with a cart at the cot and like load her up and take her away. You guys been having issues with wolves around here? Are you just asking what one of the random guards this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the past few weeks, um, this pack has been a little bit of um, a problem. They've been harassing people on the way in. We've actually been trying to find them, and it's proved rather difficult, which was odd, but they seemed to attack today, and luckily you all were here. My, that was that was some an amazing display, and he kind of looks over to Nyx, and then to Ezrin, and then over at Graffiti, and Finn. <laughs> it's my mind. Kind of sheepish, and just like, ah, oh, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> You you see two of them are actually not leaving the one that you charred, and they're just kind of poking it with their fingers, like <laughs> just admiring it. So what are you all? What are you all doing? Guess we should try to head in for some rest. Yeah, I was about to ask what time it was. Uh, the guard that was talking about the wolves. I want to go up and continue that conversation. Okay. Uh, so you said you've been trying to track them. Uh, is there somebody in town that's maybe offering a reward for eliminating them? 
but not to my knowledge. They were. It was one of our duties, actually. Uh, the Iron Claw. We were trying to hunt them out and exterminate them. Well, we could certainly help you with that if you point us to your captain or whoever you might take orders from. I'm not really sure if you can help us with that. You've already seemed to eliminate the problem. And he kind of just gestures around to the battlefield and blood and corpses. Oh, uh, I thought there was more. Okay. Well, glad to take care of that problem for you. Uh, yes. Thank you. Most, most seriously. And uh, as this conversation kind of finishes and you actually hear the, the captain kind of barking out orders like, Come on! Get this cleaned up. It's almost dark. We need to get back inside before night falls. And uh, he actually sends a couple of people up the road a little bit. As you can see, a, gr- a crowd starting to kind of gather up the road. And he sends a couple of people to kind of make sure everything is orderly. And he begins to actually take charge and process everything. Are you all heading inside? Or are you kind of staying out here? Yeah, let's go inside. Yeah, go inside. Okay. Uh, it is, I'll say, inside, seven thirty-eight-ish. So it's starting to get dark as of now. Yeah, I should find a place to stay for the night. I think. All right. So you all move back towards the portcullis in the east gate of Dusa. Uh, as we're walking away, I'll just kind of call back, uh, guard. Is there any um, place you would recommend staying for the night? Uh, what kind of accommodations are you looking for? I think anything will do for tonight. Or, you know, preferably somewhere nice. Oh, the lady wants somewhere nice. Somewhere nice, guard. <laughs> She's got shakes her head. <laughs> I gotta get two of my notes. Get two my notes. Notes, 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 notes. <laughs> Taverns. There we go. Okay. Um, he he kind of calls out. Uh, that's kind of uh, differing instructions there. The closest place, if you're wanting to look down, is actually the Bleeding Heart. It's actually here in Eastgate. Um, it's not the nicest place in the world, but, you know... It's not super expensive either. Uh, the closest other tavern to that where you'd probably be able to find rooms at this time of night, probably the Old Gods. East Harbor, you know, not nice either, but it's a place to sleep. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Suddenly, you see two fins where one disappears. <laughs> yeah, I I put it on the front page, but I forgot to <laughs> copy it onto this onto this one. So, so as you move <clears throat> through underneath the portcullis, you finally actually emerge into the streets of Dusa. And I'll move you back up to the map up here. So you're a little you're a little farther east of where the party token is, but that's essentially where you are. Wow! And as you emerge under this guardhouse, 
and into the streets, you seem to have emerged into a cross-section of residential houses. Uh, small lamps are starting to gently glow in the gathering darkness. You actually see someone in the distance kind of periodically lighting one of these lamps and moving on to another. People walk past you with purpose, not giving too much of an eye to you. Even though it's dark, there still is a decent amount of people out here at night. It just kind of gives you an, some more scope of how big this this city is compared to places that you've previously been. The main road ahead of you seems to curve slightly to the left, but there are other roads that kind of branch off at various places. The city, for the moment, is yours. Did you say it's mine? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, call back. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got that. Anyway, what do you all want to do as you enter the city? I am. Um, Should we? So he gave us two options, but uh, I don't think any of them are what you're looking for next. Mm, yeah, I was hoping. You know, I thought somewhere nicer might be. A little. We wouldn't have to be quite so on guard, but. Oh well. Sounds like the bleeding heart was closer. May as well go there. That was my thought as well. Perhaps we can choose one of those just for the night and then find a better place for the rest of the time we spend here. I agree. Uh, he told you it was in the Eastgate district, but did not give you specific directions. Okay. I'll, I'll stop somebody and ask for directions. Okay. Uh, the first individual who you come across is probably a man who's just kind of loitering along one side of the house, is kind of just looking over all of you as you approach. He's kind of got thick sideburns, black and grayish, kind of like like kind of those like mutton chops. He's got dark stringy hair that kind of goes down the back, kind of a bulging nose, and y and you walk up to him. Can I help you? Sorry, I didn't hear what he said. Can I help you? Yes, if you if you don't mind, we are new to the city. Uh, we've been told there is a tavern nearby, uh, the Bleeding Heart. Could you tell us how to get there? Oh, you're looking for directions, are you? You're new to the city, are you? <laughs> I just kind of give him a look. Well, welcome to Doosome, my lady. Here, you will find all manner of people. And I, for a couple of new folks to the city, have a quite special deal for all of you. And he kind of throws open his, like, trench coat. I've got all kinds of magical objects, trinkets, anything you want. I got magic wands, protective hats, amulets, only five gold apiece. Feel free to peruse. And he just kind of like moves up in front of you, Nix, almost right <laughs> up into your personal space like a bat. He's just kind of like shaking his cloak. <laughs> I... And from inside, you, you, you do see a number of wands and kind of like hats and stuff sticking out. And he kind of like moves on from you and goes off to like Ezrin, who's standing nearby. Eh, what do you think, eh? eh? What do you think? Pretty nice, eh? I'd like to make an insight check. <laughs> Maybe we should move to the west side of the city. Go ahead, make an insight check. I'll just hold up a gold and I'll just say, how about one gold for the, the directions that I asked for? 
How about you buy an item and I'll give you some directions. All right, let's find somebody else, everybody. Goodbye, thank you very much for your help. And I start walking away from him. Uh, Ezra, you have seen this type of individual before, so you are, you are able to see her through his shtick fairly well. However, there does seem to be a little bit of truth coming through it. He's, he's not lying. Ma- mainly I was trying to see if, like, the items that he has are really magic. If he was telling the truth about that, specifically. He, he seems to be honest on that point. Hmm. Um, do you by chance have any pearls that might, you know, give me some extra power? I, I don't have pearls, but like I said to your little friend over there... No, I think Nyx was right. Now, rudely walking away, I, I, I do think I, I have wands, I, I have hats, I have amulets, you know. You, you... I'm also going to rudely walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you might need some protection. These things might help protect you. That's enough. By the way, sounding of your voice, um, you should quit smoking. That stuff kills. He kind of looks around. I I don't smoke anything. He just kind of looks super confused. <laughs> Perhaps that is just the Dusa accent. It was quite abrasive, whatever it was. Yeah, well, uh, you don't want anything, and he's just kind of like calling after you guys as you're walking away. Maybe if we head to the west side of the city, we can find a nicer place. <laughs> um, it's where you are right now. Does does not seem like. If we look around, does the east side like look poor? Poor. It's not a shanty town by any means. To to give it a real world equivalent, where you are right now, you would probably guess would be like middle to yeah. lower middle class house. Well, that was my attempt. Anybody else want to try and... Sure. And I'll stop somebody. Okay. You walk probably a couple hundred feet uh, before you look for someone else. And there does seem to be uh, an unfortunate um, younger human man who is still trying to sell some goods here at the end of the day. He looks to be selling uh, carrots and cabbages out of a cart. Hello there. Oh, uh, good. Good evening to you, fine sir. Uh, are you here for some carrots? Or maybe a cabbage or two? Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't suit my palate. I am here for information, though. Could you tell us how to get to the beating heart? The bleeding heart? Bleeding heart. The bleeding heart. Uh, the, the bleeding heart um, is actually here in, in, in Eastgate. Um, if you just kind of, you know, follow this, this main road here, and he kind of points on the direction that you're going, um, just follow it, the main road along this slipway um, until you come to a, a T in, in that road. Um, take a right, you know, follow that path for a little while. You'll pass some some uh, some docks on the left. Then you'll hit a nut and take the left at the main intersection and then a hard right. Um, you'll actually start to go up um, towards the Athenaeum. Uh, you'll actually kind of go up towards uh, the main tower as well, the Grandmaster's Tower. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of in the shadow of the tower, if that makes sense. Um, but, but, it, but it's right um, on the road from Eastgate up towards uh, Riverside. So just, just go up that way, and you'll be able to find it. Sounds good. Thank you for your help. And I uh, flick him a gold with a wink and a smile. I, I, are you sure you, you don't want any cabbages? Or carrots? Oh, no, like I said before, we're good. Do you want any cabbages, Graffiti? Please? 
Yeah, sorry, not to offend you. The information was plenty. Good luck. Well, I, I thank you anyway. Uh, have a good day. No. I am fine. He had a weird obsession with cabbage. Oh, not again! And, and you actually see... Uh, <laughs> as you, like, turn back, he's actually kind of, like, trying to wipe off one of his cabbages because it appears as though some sort of nighttime flying animal has um, made artwork on his, his stock. <laughs> Are you really my fucking cabbages right now? <laughs> <laughs> He got a gold. Why is he sad? <laughs> oh my god. Well, let's go. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so, you continue along the main road. And as you turn, um, heading deeper and deeper into the city, um, you come around where that row of residential houses stops and on on your left side you actually see what looks like a canal it's you know not more than 10 or 15 feet wide but it does seem to be just this random strip of river that is just running directly through the center of the city and looking up and down you do see some canoes and gondolas still even in this late time hour moving up and down across the water so you hear some people talking and shouting in the distance. So you eventually come to your first major intersection. <laughs> Which way would you like to go? I think he said north. And we go north, I think he said. Yeah, he definitely okay. said towards the uh, Athenaeum. Okay. The shadow of the so you town. begin to move north. You are still passing some individuals. Most look as though they are headed home towards their residential um, spaces here in Eastgate. No, no other individuals that you come across do have the uh, outward uh, appearance or charisma of the oh. vendor who was trying to sell you magical wands, though. <laughs> Or poor cabbage. <laughs> Were you trying to say something, Graffiti? Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it to myself. You come to uh, another intersection. This one is a four-way. So you have a way to go forward, to your left, and to your right. Though the right looks like it takes you deeper into the residential streets. Yeah, somebody should have written that down. Huh? <laughs> I am not great with directions. Um... Do any of these look like a more of a main road than the others? Uh, looking around at your two options, the path to the north does look like it, it's a, a road that's traveled, but it does not look as though it seems sees as much use. Looking directly to your left, you can see that this promenade is more wide open, and it does immediately split into two, one off to the left and one off to the right. Do we see the tower that uh, he mentioned? Uh, you most certainly can. The tower is here. It is kind of just... it. Um, you, you can only see probably the top few stories of it, but you can see it rising above all of the buildings that are directly around. Okay. He said it was in the shadow of that uh, tower, so keep heading towards there. 
which which would be north. Head left and then up. Left and then right. Yeah. Okay. You start to head north. I'll keep my eyes peeled for shops and and the tavern, obviously. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, can I do it with Willow's help? Sure. 21. Okay. So, as you begin to walk north, um, holding on to... Uh, who, who's helping you walk? <laughs> I don't know. I stick my hand out. <laughs> Someone help me. Well, oh, oh, give me more notice next time, Graffiti. Just, just anybody but Finn. Okay. He's too short. <laughs> Insulting Finn again. After last time, I don't... Uh, never mind. <laughs> Edrin takes Graffiti's arm as you begin to head forward. And as you are walking, um, Graffiti, uh, you just send Willow, you know, ahead just to see what she sees. And uh, as you are walking, you do see some people crowded around what seems to be um, a three-story building. And as you all get closer, um, even though you currently are blind and deaf graffiti, you do still notice the smell. What does it smell like? It is most recognizable to all of you as fresh mulch and a strong musk. Booze! And as you get closer, uh, you do eventually notice, and you kind of smack graffiti on the shoulder a couple times once you're outside, <laughs> that this is not a three-story building, but more so a two-story building that sits on stilts. Yeah. And looking in front of you on the ground floor is most undeniably a pigsty and a goat barn. Steps lead up into a doorway through which some raucous laughter and merry music and singing can be heard. And you are fairly certain, and you confirm it with the sign over the door that says, The Bleating Heart. Bleating. Are we uh, riding our horses this entire time? <laughs> I probably should have asked that. I, I oh. assumed you were. Is there a place around here to glacium? Uh, Staple them. Staple them, whatever the <laughs> word is. <laughs> you would think the animal guy would know, but apparently not. Um, you don't immediately see one, but you certainly could ask. Might be a part of the inn services, but maybe at least one of us should stay with the person until we for sure. I'll stay out here with them then. Shadowfax. <laughs> Play nice. This is most certainly not my name. Oh, oh you screwed <laughs> up. Sorry. Starflame. I knew it as soon as I said it. <laughs> I, I knew your name was Starflame. He actually gives you a little bit of a buck, Ezrin, and Finn almost goes flying off again. Uh, 
Okay, get in there. We've had a long day. Yeah, let's go. Okay, who's who's going in? I will. Yeah, I assume the rest of us do while Graffiti waits, but... Okay, Graffiti's staying back with all five horses. I, I could use some help. Or all four horses. I can talk to them, but that doesn't mean they're going to listen to me. I mean, you could... Yeah, I'll stay with them. <laughs> Thank you. You could talk to Starflame anytime you want. Uh, I'm sure... Yes, I have not talked to you yet. Who are you? Tell me about your life story. What is your goal? I'm sure we will have a long and interesting conversation. Hurry, Ezrin. <laughs> okay, so who's who's going in? Everyone but Graffiti and Zeno. Just Nix and Ezrin? I'll go in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Zeno will stay and help with the horses since Graffiti was worried. <laughs> so um Ezra, Nix, and Finn. Ezra and Nix get off of Iskara and Starflame. And Ezra and Nix and Finn, as you do, start to walk up the stairs toward the entrance. You do hear, So, my name is Starflame. I've only been around for probably a week and a half or so, but it was really, really awesome. I've had all these adventures so far, and it just immediately jumps into it. <laughs> That's not going to attract any attention or anything. Why do you think I did it? Hmm. Attention is probably not the best thing for us right now. Ah, uh, he's just having fun. So you two, you three are just to the right. All right, let's get this taken care of. Okay. As you walk in, you do hear that laughter and kind of that music playing continue. see uh, one individual behind the bar uh, along with some people a number of different individuals along at various tables all spread out all throughout the establishment uh, walk up to the bar and uh, wave them over oi how can I help you hello there we were just looking to secure some rooms and maybe um, place to stable our horses Oh, you looking for rooms and stables, yeah? I, I, I can do those. And uh, you, you look at this man. Um, he has a long, wiry beard. He's got eyes that almost point in two different directions, and he's wearing kind of a cap over his head. And for all intents and purposes, he's pretty filthy. There's dirt and mud basically almost all over him. And uh, you can see that as bad as the downstairs, the bottom floor smelled, he doesn't smell too good himself. Uh, you can do that. Uh, how much will it cost? We have four horses and we'll need to room five. Well, I got rooms that go for a gold piece for two people. So that would be three gold for horse and all of you. And as far as your horses go, they can stay downstairs in the stables along with the pigs and the goats. Oh, I don't think Starflame's gonna like that very much. Very well. Um, how about I give you five gold and you, uh, keep the drinks coming to me and my friends while we're here. Oh, 
I, I can do that. And he immediately walks over and starts just pouring drinks for you, Ezra. Uh, my small friend here wants one as well, please. And the lady, she'll be fine with water. I'm coming up. I'll uh, head outside and uh, tell them that we can put the horses underneath. Okay. Nix, so you start walking down the stairs towards the horses. Um, you see Graffiti, who seems to be in somewhat of an animated conversation with Starflame. <laughs> I'm kind of just petting my horse. <laughs> like, trying to stay away from Starflame. <laughs> well, uh, the horses can stay here. Uh, they have some roommates, I guess, and I kind of gesture over to the pigs and the goats. Alright. I want to, uh, telepathically communicate with Starflame. Sorry, buddy, you're gonna have to spend the night in the stables down there. It's quite a shithole. Tomorrow will be better. And we'll, we'll have fun in the city, I promise. Uh, you hear back, What? You consider me nothing but a common swine? This is an outrage! <laughs> calm down, calm down. This is the best we can do for tonight. Make friends with the pigs. I hear they make great company. A persuasion check. <laughs> Does it seem like there's like... <laughs> 22. <laughs> you hear, in your mind, you hear a... There better be a couple sugar cubes in this. <laughs> and graffiti, like, you... As, as you're walking the horses, you and Zeno and um, Nyx are all walking the horses around. You actually, like, feel some sort of anger resonating from Starflame, even though he's not talking. <laughs> His body language is very stiff. Are you okay, Starflame? Pats him on the back. I shall be fine tomorrow. He's very slowly just clopping <laughs> towards the stables. Are, are the stables themselves, like, actually enclosed? Or it, it just... They, they are. Okay. They're, they're, they're um, so like the, the kind of like the front left section is where the pigs are. And there's some housing for the goats, but then behind that is a row of uh, stables. Okay, cool. All right. Eventually, you all make your way up into the bleeding heart, and I will go ahead and add it to the rest of your journals. And move me and Zeno over. Yeah, so it was not the bleeding heart. The aptly named bleating heart. Bleat. Yeah, but grab a table for us over here. Um, is the place packed or is this all the, the people that are here? 
Uh, it's it's pretty packed. I just didn't want to like populate a bajillion tokens in there. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a pretty decent amount of people in here. Um, Ezrin and Finn uh, and Zeno eventually once um, the bartender realizes you're with Ezrin, um, he starts bringing all of you ale, um, and it's actually pretty damn good ale. Much better than you were expecting, given the location and him. It's pretty good. <laughs> you feel like you could easily get drunk off of it. Um, I want to look around the bar and see if there's any for bugs. Okay, make a perception check. 17. Okay. Uh, taking a minute to kind of look over all of the patrons in here, you see definitely a bunch of humans, uh, a stray half-elf and maybe a couple dwarves, but you don't really see any fur bulbs. Okay. I'm also scanning the bar, but I am looking for anybody who seems to have a particular interest in our group. Okay. Make a general insight check. Six. Can never... Looking over everybody in this tavern, uh, the only person who has seemed to take a real interest in your group so far has been the bartender. Okay. And he is just continuously ferrying drinks to all of you. Um, and he even sends um, this individual after a time uh, when he's taking care of someone else to bring both of you drinks. Can I kind of notice what she's doing and help her with it? I do have proficiency in insight. Sure, you can make your own check. 19. Okay. No one really seems to be paying too much attention to you. Everyone seems to be having a pretty decent time here tonight. Uh, you do notice that uh, both of these tables over here, they appear to be playing some kind of card game. And there seems to be a lot of wagering and gambling going on. Uh, did you get us uh, rooms? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. We have three rooms, they sleep two apiece. Okay. So what's the plan for the morning? I don't know, but my plan tonight is to keep drinking. This stuff's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly so. Do we immediately want to head to... The library then? Scouting out a better place to stay might not be a bad idea too. Maybe, uh... Exactly. <laughs> I don't think Starflame's gonna be very happy with me tomorrow. Yeah, if we start our day by looking for a place to, uh... Stay, then we at least have a, a home base, so to speak, to uh, come back to. And then we can figure out what we want to do from there. Are you planning on going shopping again? Is that it? No, I am broke as a joke. We have not worked since I spent that last, uh, what, 300 gold. That's why I tried to get us a job, but apparently we already completed it. Maybe we'll talk to the guard captain or see if we can find some flyers around town or something. Well, I'm sure in a city this big, there's bound to be work. I've never seen a place this big. Well, some people know how to save money, so I can pay if we need to. The warden back in Clear Springs, he said that he was going to 
send word ahead for us. Mm. And I, I don't know if we want to do anything with that, but we could possibly check in with that. Might be willing to offer some jobs. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Don't forget about the lead we had for uh, Desdemona, too. That was the other thing I was going to mention that we want to try and talk to her at all. But then we have to go all the way back to Cole to solve the mystery, so I'm in no rush to figure that one out. It uh, might not hurt to still at least check in with it, even if we don't, uh, you know, head back to Cole right away. Some information, but... Who is she again? She is the one that uh, was writing. Um, looking at my notes, what was it? To the divinator of Cole? Yes. She is also the divinator of this town, I believe. Uh, you all had also learned that she was the um, head of divination magic. She is the archmage of divination right. magic for the kingdom. There's the mage tower here, that's right. Perhaps Finn will have better luck getting into this one. You can always try to draw a card and become invisible again. Or, you know, we can ask for permission to go inside the tower. But is that fun? <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly um, more polite. I'm sure it would be more entertaining than seeing Finn get shocked again. I thought it was more entertaining when Ezrin got shocked trying to slice it. <laughs> Finn, are you still not talking to me? You told me you liked it when I didn't talk to you. I'm sorry. I apologized immediately. It doesn't sound like a sincere apology. He gets this like pouty look on his face. I meant it, I promise. That you, I, I, I'd like that you talked more. You were way too quiet before. Look, I mean it. Uh, he, he seems very genuine and contrite, Finn. Contrite's too big a word for me. Don't use words. <laughs> it's actually kind of a small word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Canadian, alright? Use <laughs> small words. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just stereotype your own people? I, I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. That's how it goes. Also, so that's why you give all your money away. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Sorry. You, you can have all my money in my leg. <laughs> uh, don't be so butthurt about it, Finn. This one often says things without thinking about them. Kind of ruffle graffiti. Yes, what, top of his head. Yes, what he said. I like extend my hand over the table to shake his hand. Come on. You know you love me. Don't leave me hanging. I leave him hanging. <laughs> 
He retracts his hand. Remind me never to piss Finn off. Remind me never to piss Nyx off. Finn sure can't hold a grudge. Finn holds grudges, Nyx vaporizes people. It's, uh, yeah, don't piss anyone in this group off. Bad idea. Okay, is there anything else? That we... So what is it everyone wants to do here? Well, I think the library is our priority. Mm -hmm. I don't think we fully went over why to, uh... we decided to go in this direction. I mean, my reason's obvious. To research uh, the monastery locations for Finn. And to possibly find more information on In a city like this, we could gain information on a whole host of things that we, uh, that could help us. Well, we better work hard on finding useful information in that library. I'm sure there's plenty of other things to do around the city. I, for one, am in no rush to leave. We just got here, and it's quite beautiful. And kind of lower my voice a little bit, despite the look of this place. <laughs> At least they're nice. definitely not attract much attention here, it seems. So. I think I'll enjoy this city. Is there anything else I can get you? Jesus. As the guy just appears behind Finn and Zeno. Uh, could I get a plate of, uh, dinner? Oh, sure, sure. Why didn't you ask anybody else? I'm kind of sick of water. Do you have any other non-alcoholic drinks I could try? I got goat milk. Mm, anything else? The ale's quite good here, Graffiti. You should give it a try. You should try the ale. I died. Why, thank you. I, I Didn't I try it once already? It wasn't for me. Hardly. You didn't try this one. Exactly. I'll push a glass over to graffiti. <laughs> Maybe if you just got drunk and let loose with Finn, you wouldn't be he wouldn't be so angry with you all the time. <laughs> he picks up the glass and like kind of like cheers it to Finn and, and waits for him to cheers back. What do you say, Finn? Shut up and drink it. <laughs> he said something to me. It's a win. Maybe he'll take a sip. Like a really small ass sip. Oh, come on. You gotta do more than that. That's with everybody peer pressuring me into things. Come on. I'll drink with you. I'll well, offer I... a cheers. Huzzah. Cheers as well. I'll bring it up to my mouth and just start chugging. <laughs> Yeah, Ezra. Now that's your boy. Ah, uh, you sick. Ezra takes a very large gulp. <clears throat> you you said you wanted food. That'll be five silver pieces. Sure. Did anyone else want anybody it? else? Oh. What kind of food do you have here? Goat and pork. <laughs> <laughs> ha! 
That suits my taste better than carrots and cabbage. Thank you. <laughs> yes, me as well. Yeah, I'll get some as well. Okay. I'll just hand him uh, two gold. Okay, so for all of those who are wanting dinner, um, who, who is not getting dinner, by the way? Finn Groovy didn't say, so I just bought an extra just in case. <laughs> no, I'll, 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 I'll take some. Okay. Okay, so it'll be two gold, five silver to cover everybody, so everybody eats dinner. Uh, and he comes back probably 10 or so minutes later um, with uh, samples of both uh, goat and uh, pork for each of you that requested food, uh, along with what looks to be some sort of potato and a little bit of greens. There, unfortunately, does look to be some carrots, Ezrin. <laughs> Uh, however, um, you all take a bite, and it is pretty damn delicious. Another judge a book by its cover. No, I wouldn't mind staying here for another few nights. It's pretty good. Excuse me. Barkeep, what is your name? This food and this ale, it's quite, quite impressive. Elzo, at your service. Oh god, try to spell that right. <laughs> Elso. Yeah, it's gonna be with a Z because I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Once again, let me remind you that the name is literally in oh, the yeah. That's right. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Elzo. Keep the L coming, would you? Of course, as he requested. And he goes back and actually sends his daughter to bring you some more rounds. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just uh, eat my food and then... Okay. Is there anything else that we want to do this evening? Nope, that's it. Eventually you all begin to head up to bed. Is there anything anyone wants to do before sleep? Does Finn actually sleep in the same room that me and I do? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let you guys decide that because I'm going to move you to a nap with beds in one second. <laughs> you are all able to choose your rooms. There's tables up here. Cool. No, there's no one sitting at them. Uh, let me see. Let me get the dynamic lighting out of the way here. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, so, Zeno, Finn, and Ezrin each dart into one of the rooms, leaving uh, Nyx and Graffiti kind of unsure of where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her sort of a passing glance and just a nod. Um, uh, I actually, as soon as seeing what happened, I kind of make sure the other two aren't looking. Look at Nyx and give her a wink and go in the room, Zeno. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Quietly go to the other. Zeno, there's something I wanted to ask you before uh, we retire. Well, there's something I wanted to ask Graffiti, but I see he didn't want to oh. join me. Sorry if I. And every goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen often? <laughs> <laughs> 
Good lord. <laughs> when I'm trying to trying to help a brother out over here and I fuck another one over, alright. <laughs> it always involves me, apparently. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's still up if you wanted to go ask him something. No, it, it's fine. I mean, mine is a really small matter, sorry. I don't want to say what... Whatever it is in front of anyone else. He's... I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. I don't need to know. He asked me for a weird favor that I wanted an explanation for. Ah. Secrets. Yeah. Anyway, um... I don't know if you're able to do this, but you obviously know your way around a lock. You know how to pick them and, and such, right? I mean, I've only done it like 20 times for you, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was being polite, excuse me, Zeno. Anyway, it seems like a useful skill to have. If you could perhaps try and teach me how to do it, that would be appreciated. Are you planning on doing something alone? No, not at all. I just think that it, it might come in handy. I don't have any use for it now, but I'd prefer to have it in case I do. Are you going to try to purchase your own thieves tools too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I could show you. I mean, the locks and ends like this are usually pretty simple if you want to practice. Sure, I'll give it a shot. Okay, so uh, Zeno goes inside the door of your room, gives you his these tools, and sends you outside. And locks the door as you exit. And I try to pick the lock. Okay, roll a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. With my high passive perception, can I hear him out in the hall? Natural one, holy shit. Oh! <laughs> Dang! That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Dice Gods. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Um, so, Zeno, uh, as, as you kind of encourage Ezrin to do this, um, as, as Graffiti, I would say that you hear someone in the hall, but you aren't sure what's going on. So it's like just a random person just walking up and down the hall. Um, but Ezrin, as you are trying to like fuss around with the lock, with the lock picks, trying to, um, trying to get it, uh, you actually snap one of Zeno's lock picks in the lock. <clears throat> just kind of stand up and knock on the door. <laughs> I'll open it for him. Like, what uh, you do? Zeno, you try to open the door. <laughs> it does not open. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Zeno. I just did what you told me to. I, I may have broken your theme's tools. Did I hear him say that? I would have been being trying to be quiet. Yeah, that 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 one would have been whispered. Sorry, graffiti. 
Well, you want to try to force the door open? We're going to have to pay for this. <laughs> oh boy. Here goes nothing. And I, cr I, 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 I would say you do hear that graffiti because they're like talking to each other <laughs> okay. through the door. I try to gently force the door open. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll peek the door open at a certain at whatever point you want. Yeah. Uh, make an athletics check, Ezrin. Uh, graffiti, as you open the door, you see Ezrin take his shoulder and just bam into the door that he and Zeno were staying in, and it does not budge. <laughs> That's a 10 for athletics. Yeah, it does not budge. <laughs> Graffiti walks out. Is he okay? Do we need to get in? And he'll like bash it. <laughs> he'll try and bash the door in. But what? No, 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 no. Graffiti, it's fine. It's fine. Qu quiet, actually. Shh. Um, is there a gap underneath the door? There is. <laughs> yeah. Can I slide uh, Zeno as Steve's doors back? Hearing, hearing the commotion outside, I'm going to go to the door too. One by one, Zeno. Because it's not just like one tool; it's like a whole kit, like oh, twenty-five. Okay, tools. I, I didn't realize. It. So, 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 one by one, you start sliding <laughs> all of Zeno's tools under the door. I take it back. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What the hell Maybe is going on out here? Um, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can uh, get the the needle he broke off in it out from this side, I guess. Okay, go ahead and make a thieves tools check. Please be a one. Oh. Uh, 25. Ah. <laughs> okay. uh, Zeno, you take a moment to kind of um, jiggle the door a little bit and kind of use your use your sight and try to assess where the issue is. And you are able to deftly get uh, one of your uh, less fine tools, as that one is now broken, um, to remove the pin that is currently locking the door in place. And there is a as a little piece of metal falls out onto the wood floor. And Zeno is then able to easily open the door. And that's that's nothing to see here. Good night, guys. And I go in the lay down. <laughs> and kind of stare dumbfounded at him for a minute before closing my door. You shut the door, Ezra, or leave it open? Uh, definitely shut the door. I wasn't okay. sure if Zeno was going to talk to him. But... <laughs> did, did you want to go out, Zeno? No, no. it's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back to Ezra and be like, uh, maybe I should get you, like, by a just a doorknob, and you can just practice on that first. <laughs> yes, yes, I definitely think I need more practice. Also, um, I will replace the tool that I broke. Do you still have money? Oh, yes. Do I look like a furball to you? Wow. I don't know, sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> Zeno, that's appalling. If I didn't know how handsome I was, I might be offended. Oh right, right. <laughs> You're so handsome. He rolls his eyes. <laughs> so Ezrin is racist and conceited. Okay, good. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, I, I was trying to get us to, to bed for the break. 
<laughs> okay. Is there any more shenanigans before people go to bed? Technically, I do, but we can wait until after. Uh, after everything. Jumping back into the story, it is still late evening. Shenanigans between Zeno and Ezrin have just died down as they have gone back into their room to sleep. Nyx has gone into hers. What would you like to do, Graffiti? Uh, he'll like be sitting up in bed drawing in his uh, journal that he's got. Uh, and he'll just be like, Finn, I, um, if you're still awake, are you awake? Nah. <laughs> I, I really am sorry. I, like, really, I, 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 I'd like to get to know you better, honestly. I feel like we don't talk. Okay. And he'll, like, get up. Is there three beds in here? Or is that just, uh... There's actually three beds. Okay, so I'll move to the other one. And say, uh... I, I, I actually... <clears throat> I actually do agree with you. Um, that we shouldn't uh, be keeping secrets from each other anymore. There's not much reason to... We, we all trust each other here, right? Or do you not? He's sleeping. <laughs> Damn it. He like walks up and like pats him on the shoulder and then goes back to his bed. Morning passes without issue. I'm sorry, the night passes without issue. And you all gain the benefits of a long rest. Good morning, Starflame. How was how were the stables? They smell awful, and I'm still here. We'll get you out of there soon, buddy. I promise. <clears throat> you get the sense that there has been kind of a stony silence for the for most of the evening. And as you are getting up and going through your morning routine, Ezrin, um, you actually see that, or I'm sorry, you hear that there's actually a <coughs> some slight uh, coughing and moaning coming from Zeno's bed. Zeno, are you okay? I'm not feeling so well. Oh, fuck. Not to pull the the card, uh, it's what my character would do, but I'm going to try to... Uh, cure disease or neutralize poison using way on hands. I'm sorry, I know, <laughs> like, I wanted to give you that out, but... <laughs> no, let's... You don't use your points. <laughs> He's sick. Okay. 
Oh, well, I don't think this is anything I can help with. Um, I, I appreciate the help, but uh, I, I feel like usually when I get sick, my body just needs to ride it out. I need to, you know, I need to build up my immunities. Got it. Um, I, I've, got, I've gotten really into anti-vaxxers lately. So I'm, that's 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 what I'm going. For. Ah yes, child murderers. Yes, we need to have a discussion about that sometime. Um, in the meantime, I think I'll pay for I'll pay for your room for another day, and uh, we can meet up later. We'll we'll be back once we find a better place. Uh, I I could pay for my own room. It's true. No, no, I um I'm uh, no I'm happy to pay for it. You just stay right there and please don't touch me. Get out, I'll be fine. Rest up, Zeno. I'll head downstairs to the bar. Same. <laughs> if you guys like that. That was, yeah. <laughs> Seconds notice. Very nice. Also sorry for the whole cure wounds thing. <laughs> it's fucking fine, man. It's fine. <laughs> I was just like, uh, it's definitely what Ezra would do. So I, I wasn't expecting it. I was just like, God damn it. That's why I Fuck started really? it with God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this is what happens when you leave in the middle of the session. The DM gets unlimited rights to fuck around with your character. Zeno impression solid too. I think I missed it last. Yeah, it was good actually. It wasn't. It wasn't as high, but morning all. Like, where is Zeno? Oh, he um, he fell under the weather actually. Ooh. Like, so he's just gonna rest up and. We can check up on him later. Too much to drink. I'm not sure. He actually seemed legitimately sick, but maybe. He has been reckless with that before. Well, that's what you get for drinking. Right, Nix? Uh. So now he's an alcoholic <laughs> Personally, I think he just needs to drink through it. Decades of drinking gives you an iron stomach graffiti, and you learn to roll with the punches, so to speak. I still have no idea how you people like that shit. Tastes like battery acid. I have no idea how you and Nyx live in this fucked up world without it. Kinda gives you like a solemn look. Yeah, Nyx definitely gets a odd expression on her face when he says we invest our time in good people about that um, I guess breakfast in the library actually that's not a bad idea although I thought we were going to go look for a better lower choice a better place to stay first perhaps so our horses stable. They... Good rooms taken care of, and then... then head to the library after that. 
it's maybe um <laughs> we're just leaving Zeno alone here. Uh, I'm sure we'll be fine. He's capable. You can leave him a note. We can check in with him. We could come back and chauffeur him on Starflame through the streets. I'm sure Starflame would like that. And I kind of just wouldn't you, buddy? He's not in here. Why are you talking to animals? No, I'd, I'd say that to him. For my mind waves, man. Oh, you can you can do that. That's cool. I I, I was muted, uh, but I, I responded. What did I want? Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll see. Still down here. Yes, yes. We'll be there soon. We're just getting some breakfast. Is there anything you'd like? Were those goats nasty to you? I can bring you some goat. Do not eat my fellow four-legged creatures. Okay, sugar cubes it is. Do you eat your fellow two-legged creatures? Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> Graffiti looks... I learn more about you every day, Starflame. <laughs> Graffiti looks awkward sitting next to Finn. There's so much awkward at this table. <laughs> There is a lot. Is it just sitting next to Finn, or like always? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the answer. Is yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for some reason, both of them have to do with graffiti. Nixing graffiti is awkward. Fitting graffiti is awkward. Especially because I think Ezra made it clear why he was giving Nix that room, but. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, when we order some breakfast, I'm going to also ask him if he has sugar cubes by chance for my horse. Uh, Elzo is currently not uh, in the tavern, but Missy, his daughter, is, and she's the one who is kind of serving breakfast to all the different patrons. Does she sound the same? <laughs> no. I do not sound like my father. <laughs> I actually took classes. Oh. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Did you take classes from a man named Henry Higgins? <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> reference. Oh. My uh, musical heart just broke, but that's fine. Brush up on your musicals. Justy White, Henry Higgins. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> All right, let's get. Started. So she 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 does bring you breakfast, and you all finish eating. Who's paying? It's it's included. Oh, okay. Do you by chance have uh, sugar cubes for our horses? I, I I could get you a few sugar cubes. We do have some some tea, so I'll I'll, I'll get you some. Thank you. She comes back and brings you brings you some sugar cubes. Here you guys go. I don't know if your horses will like it, but Starflame does apparently, so... Thank you. Okay, should we, uh, get going? Is Missy still over here? Uh, she's, like, flitting back and back and forth between tables. You can catch her on her way by if you want. 
Uh, Missy, do you know anything about um, Desdemona or the Aradana Conservatorium? Those are two different topics. Um, I've actually been to the Conservatorium a number of times. Um, it's where I, I read a lot of the books um, and took some of my classes. Um, Desdemona is actually one of the archmages here in the city. Uh, how would we find her? You're looking for the archmage? Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually would not know where she is located. I just know that she lives here in the city and teaches sometimes at the Athenaeum. Um, I can give you a little bit more detail on on the conservatorium if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, all right. Um, it, it, it's uh, located uh, over in the in the district of Mistro. And it's a big building. And I got a lot of windows on one side. It's about four stories. A lot of books. What staircases? Uh, is, is anybody free to to enter as they please, or is there some kind of payment or or anything to get in? Um, well, you can you can always enter and kind of look at the, the uh, you know the, the writings and sort of the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here kind of the, the, the entrance chamber um, however uh, if you have your writ of, I'm assuming you already have your writs of passage um, but uh, as long as you present your writ of passage you would be able to you know move into the collections and, and see the books if we did not have a writ of passage how would we go about getting one oh oh you're not actually from the city uh, no no Oh. This is all of our, our first time here, I believe. That that certainly changes things. Um, most um, most individuals um, receive a permission, you know, from various high-ranking uh, officials here within the city. Um, we receive um, sort of papers that, that we are able to present, and you know, we are able to gain access. Um, I I do know that. Um, other people have at previous times presented um, pieces of knowledge or value. You know what? I think that... we already have one of those, don't we? Oh, you do? Nope. Then you shouldn't have any trouble. Where'd you get one? Uh, didn't... Uh, the one captain. He sent a letter here. Mm. Yeah, do you have something to present, Ezrin? We can certainly at least check in with that if we can, and... Yeah, maybe we can use that. I mean, it's kind of a... I don't know. Give it a shot. That's what I'm trying to find out, how to get it. He sent word to somebody, we have to find that somebody and get it. <laughs> I could ask him. Does Missy know where something like this would have been sent. 
you, you describe your interactions with the warden in Clear Springs and how he would have um, set that on. And she responds back. Um, well, based on what you've described, it, it seems like um, if, if a warden was sending word here to do so for you, that would have ended up most likely at the Hall of Law. That is where um, Lord uh, Rennenbost uh, resides and sees over law here in the capital city as well as um, the wardens of the kingdom. And where can we find him? He would be in the Hall of Law, uh, which is in the upper city. And she kind of trails off at that. Is there something wrong? Uh, you said you don't have a writ of passage, do you? No, not at the moment. to get into the up city unless you're going in on one of the worship days would be with the writ of passage worship days uh, yes um specifically for the rising sun um those who who worship halo within the city um since that temple is housed within the upper city um two days out of the week uh that area of of the more renowned grounds uh, is opened for services for more common folk to enter and play in the fountains and visit the Queen's Park, etc. And when's the next day that occurs? She kind of thinks for a moment. By my memory, uh, it would be uh, two days from now. The last one would, would have been yesterday. So, not today, not tomorrow, but the next day. But e even then, usually they don't allow people to wander freely throughout the upper city. Most of the time they try to, con they try to keep people contained to that area around the temple. Well, it's good things that we're devout followers of Pelor. Am I right, guys? Graffiti, like, looks away. <laughs> She kind of looks over the holy symbol in your shield. Kind of looks at you confused. <laughs> uh, is, is there any other way to get uh, word to the Lord that we are here? And that he might be expecting us? I've never tried. Doesn't mean there isn't really a way. Sorry, I can't really be of much more help. Uh, what was his name again? Lord Ren... Renenbost? Renenbost. Uh, um... Missy, um... How do... people around, uh, Dusa view Lathander? Um... He's... He's a god? You know, people are free to worship who they want. If they wish to worship him, they are more than welcome to. Do you know of any temples uh, to Lathander and Dusa? 
which gate did you come in when when you got here? East. Oh, so so you came along the the main path, you know, out, out past the slipway and and up here. Mm-hmm. You would have walked right past it. It's just down the road. Oh. Do I remember seeing it? Surprised you didn't know. Uh, you remember passing a rather large stone building mm. last night, but it was dark, mm. so it didn't really stick out to you as anything. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, maybe a couple thousand yards or so that way. It's called the Phoenix Bane. What about any uh, temples to Bahamut in the area that you know of? There, there is one to Bahamut as well. You really threw me for a loop there when you said you were worshipped as a paylor. He was kidding. Very, very. Confused. Oh, it was a joke. I was, I was being an asshole. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, well, my, my apologies. Um, yes. Uh, I need to remember where this is. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, there, there is a, there is a temple to Bahamut as well. Um, the Platinum Colloquius is uh, up in Riverside, that is far north of here. So, without this writ, are we are we blocked from traveling anywhere in the city, or just certain parts of the city? Uh, no, you, you can still travel throughout the city, and um, you just wouldn't have clearance to walk into the upper city whenever you like. But then again, I mean that it's you know where actual where Lockendor Castle is, as well as the Athenaeum and um, Guild Row and the Queen's Park and a lot of the, the Hall of Laws there as well, which is you know where you said you were trying to go. So, uh, does the Lord have any uh, uh, deputies or, or any, anybody else that patrols the city that we might be able to talk to? You see if she knows. I I assume he does. I don't specifically know of any, unfortunately. Um, most of my uh, area of focus was in architecture. That's what I tried to study, you know, when I was over at the conservatorium. Um, I'm still hoping to make a career out of it someday, even though my father really wants me to just stay here and run the tavern. Um, we've heard of a. Uh between us we've heard of a, a few uh, big parts of the city is there a place where we can find a map that might show some of the other parts that we are unfamiliar with I mean a general store might have a map but I don't I don't know if there's going to be a real specific place that'll just have locations on it if you have any questions I could try to draw you something real quick if you have you know if there's a place that you really want to look for? Not really. Mm, yeah, not really. We kind of know the general locations of some of the big things. Maybe just a, a more exact location for the, the Hall of Law. Oh, um, I, I can actually point that out to you. Um, well, not literally, <laughs> but um, if... Uh, if you're able to get into the upper city, it's uh, it's uh, right off the Oiao, uh, kind of on the it's it's on the riverside side. So basically, you know, just just it's on the eastern side, kind of next to the castle. 
uh, it's actually got uh, the guard barracks attached, you know, and it, it's that it's made of that same color as the Athenaeum and the castle, so it would really kind of stick out. Well, what goes on in the the Athenaeum? Well, the Athenaeum is uh, the magical academy. You know, that's where a lot of the mages come. That's where the Grandmaster teaches, and a lot of the other head, uh, archmages will come and go. I've never been in there myself, but you know, a lot of people talk about it and hear about it. So we probably be able to find more information on Desdemona there, providing we we can get in. Uh, well, the entrance is off the upper city, but if you could get in, probably. You know what? I, I noticed you said. Um... That Desdemona is one of the archmages in the city. Does that mean there are more? Uh, yes. Uh, have you not seen the towers? How many reside here exactly? Uh, I know there's at least three or four. Wow. There's, there's a few. Oh. Information overload today. Well. Wow. Does anybody else have any questions? Well, I... If you've got any more, I'll be back in a minute. I really should, uh, you know, have some other people. And she kind of walks away quickly and starts helping other people who look kind of annoyed that she's been talking to you guys for the past, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> so when she walks away, uh, say to everybody, it looks like uh, we're going to have to figure out a way to get a writ of passage... Well, why don't we start with finding our master to stay and uh, try and figure out where to go. Sounds good. I'm sure we'll be stopped if um, we try to access someplace we can't get into. I'm sure. I'm also thinking about what we did at the gates. The guards didn't seem... Like it would be renowned in the city, but we could use that as leverage to try and persuade our way into the upper ranks. I'm up for whatever we want to do. Shall we get going? Can't exactly ask her for better ends to stay in, can we? <clears throat> no it would be appropriate I'm kind of liking this place now good food good beer likewise perhaps we'll stay here and the beauty and the beast can go stay in the fancy room what does that mean uh, the, I don't know Graffiti's like graffiti's like giving you like devil eyes right now. I mean, you can stay here too, Graffiti. Nick said she wanted a better place. So I just assumed we wouldn't split the party too much. Well, if you all are here, then much. My biggest thing was just wanting to where where there is more security. I just learned. Yeah, I can agree with that. A little better place for Starflame. I think he'll murder me by night three if we keep him here. <laughs>
Graffiti uh, notices uh, Willow walking around on the table and asks her to come back. And she does. Okay, let's go. Uh, Missy, one one last thing uh, before we leave. Uh, yeah, what she got? She like kind of calls over over <laughs> the middle of the bar. Uh, have you heard of uh, Canover's Curious Creations? Is uh, does he have a shop in town? I've heard of it. Uh, I've actually been inside a couple of times just to you know kind of look at all the fancy smancy stuff that all the magical folk get to use. Uh, is that close by, or would you be able to point us in the direction? Canavis is actually uh, off the Golden Loop. It's actually not too far from here. It's uh, kind of just on the other side of the slipway, um, in, in between uh, the Oiao and Mistro. It's kind of the, the main market there. You, you can't really miss it as long as you're heading um, uh, mostly towards the Keep Overlook. Uh, you can't really pass it. You can't really miss the, the market, and it's it's right in there. I wonder if the uh tender of that store is a little bit more lively. I imagine so if one of his subordinates had something like Triple C back in Myerfall? Myerfall. Yeah. Are you done with your questions, uh, Finn? Are we able to get going? Yeah. Is that... Uh... Josh, is that near the green area on the map, or the green outline? Uh, I can move you guys back for a second. Uh, you actually already know where the golden loop is, so. Uh, okay. And as you notice, you have a few more places. Some have been listed, but not on the map, so. Keep that in mind. Oh, wow, we really did walk right by it. Yeah, you did. I wasn't really paying attention to that, but (laughs) it's pretty funny. It wasn't on the map when you walked past it. Hmm. So... If Eastgate is like lower middle class, well, I guess we wouldn't know what Mistro is. Sounds like it's a little bit more high end. Did she say that we might have trouble getting into Mistro, or just uh, the, uh, the library? Um, if you look at the map, all of the random black boxes on the walls are the gates. So we wouldn't have any problem getting in. And there's also what is that? What is 11B? That's oh, one of the markets. Oh, why don't we just head to the Mistral uh, quarter and see what we find there? It's where our original destination is, anyway. I agree. Plus, when you say there's the markets, I saw that twinkle in your eye, and I think it's best to move on. Actually, we'll proceeding through a market once we get there. I make jokes, Graffiti. I think stopping by the market might not be a bad idea. Um, might be a place to gather more information, too. We just have to think of the right questions to ask. Mm. And by the sounds, you were looking for a pearl. 
Yes, can't hurt but to stop by the uh, magical shop. Okay, that's where we're going. Should we? Did we find out that the uh, that was in the golden loot market or no? Can't remember. Well, the gold. Did we find out that what? The uh, was it Canaver's Curious Creations? That's an 11A, I think you said. Or which is? The... Oh, okay. Correct. Okay. Yes, it. Uh, Canaver's Curious Creations is in 11A. So we don't know what's in 11B, which is the one that we passed through. Might be a good place to get more information as well. Hmm. Yeah, 13B is not on the map. It's on the thingy, but not the. No, you don't know where it is. We just know that it exists. Actually, um, she gave you concrete enough directions. I'll put it on the map. I'm assuming it's near 13F. I was gonna, I was gonna make you actually look for it, but I mean, I have Riverside, okay. Far North, Platinum, Colloquius. <laughs> so there, there you go. It's on the map. Oh wow, it's way up there. Okay, let's head towards 11B to start, I guess. I uh, thought we were going to Canavers. Oh. Yeah, I would say 11A. 11A, okay. That's cool. <laughs> sure. Uh, do, do you see it now, Finn? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're headed to Canavers. Yep. Yes or no? Okay. So it takes you probably a good half an hour, 45 minutes or so to make it all the way there. Not because it's a super far distance, but mostly because of the bustle of people that are walking around in this early morning. Um, you all do walk past what you, and especially you graffiti, now know to be the Phoenix Bane on your left. Mm -hmm. It is a... <clears throat> Uh, it is a tall stone structure with large gothic-style arches on the outside. Um, you see some stained glass windows and oak doors, but you walk past Did it. Did it look, uh, like, well-kept and, like, rich-looking? I'm just comparing it to the other temples I've seen. Uh, it is far and away the nicest and most grand temple you've ever seen okay. for Lathander. Um, and you actually did see immediately outside the doors um, two uh, individuals in full plate armor. Um, I'll stop us actually there for a quick second. Um, uh, could, uh, could you guys give me just a quick second? Sure, but make it quick, Graffiti. It, it will, it will. And I'll walk over to those two uh, plate wearers. Did the, did the, does the plate have uh, the Lathander symbol on? Uh, not on the plate itself, but on the, they are wearing Lathander okay. holy symbols. Uh, so, so you walk uh, up towards uh, these two individuals who are standing outside of the building. Um, like I said, it's it's this um, multi-storied building, kind of Gothic-style arches, um, white oak doors, and in the middle, in between these kind of four grand uh, column pillars. There is a large dome of gold, polished, I believe, in gold. And as you approach these two individuals, um, they kind of look over you as you approach, and their cheery and wel kind of welcoming smiles are almost 
off-putting with the contrast to their kind of buff physical nature. And as I said, you do see around their necks uh, the Lathander symbol similar to yours. I'll uh, walk up to them and be like, hello friends, uh, may the light be with you, and bow. As with you, friend. Don't think I've seen you here before. No, it's uh, my first time in town. I uh, I sent a letter here uh, quite a while ago. Um, do you know who would be responsible for uh, the, the temple, I suppose? Who was this letter addressed to? Uh, I didn't know who to send it to, honestly, so I just sent it here to the uh, Lathander Temple of Dusa. Well, if, uh, if the letter arrived, I assume it would have gone to uh, the Dawn Lord, Dawn Lord Natalia Harod. Sorry, is there anything? He's... She is the lead uh, temple keeper or priest here at the Phoenix Bay. Thank you, I uh, appreciate that. I'll, uh, I'll have to speak to him. Uh, not right now, though. I uh, just thought I'd ask in passing. Cool. Graffiti, are you done? Sorry, my uh, friends need to uh, get going. I'll, I'll uh, see you later. Thank you. The light is always here. Indeed. And they kind of give a short bow as you leave. I bow back and run back to the group. Okay. Thanks for waiting. No problem. You continue to make your way through the crowded streets. Uh, in this area here, it does seem to be more houses, but you already do pass a business every now and then. Uh, there do seem to be a lot more of the street vendors that you had passed the previous evening, though most aren't as sketchy in the middle of the day. Eventually, you cross over the slipway, which has been mentioned a few times, and again you see those gondolas and canoes, and looking in both directions you do see a number of different spots where these boats are just kind of stacked one after the other and kind of tied up at various spots. Continue moving along the road, eventually making a hard right towards the Golden Loop Market. And for the first time you actually reach the uh, upper city walls and these walls themselves are about 50 feet tall so they are significantly taller than the outer city walls and on these walls themselves you do see a number of iron claw either standing at a parapet or continually on a march watching up and down for any individuals i kind of and you are able to turn uh while we're passing the walls i just can say i don't mind saying that I have a little bit of vertigo. This place is massive. Okay. Uh, turning again, you do see what looks to be um, a very nice bridge with what looks to be some sort of viewing platform ahead of you. But directly to your left, um, you do see what is a number of different shops, all surrounded uh, in, in a circular uh, placement and in the very center you do see what seems to be a large black statue granite maybe 
Um, but it does look to be a striking figure of a uh, human man. Do I recognize him? Are you moving up to it? Sorry, what'd you say? Cut out. Are you moving up to the statue? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence check. Ugh. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you don't immediately recognize the face, but you do have the presence of mind to look mm. at the little plaque that is below it. And what does it say? Um, and it does say King Dare Saluba. Ah. And looking around, uh, the rest of you as graffiti is kind of looking over the statue, you see a number of different shops, all with storefronts and colorful signs and people out front yelling and say, say trades and sales and just a whole bunch of um, individuals here, here in the central um, circle market. Uh, my eyes are still peeled uh, and probably will be for the remainder of time we're here for, for bugs. Okay. Uh, I would say you have not seen one okay. so far. Yeah. Hey, uh, Graffiti. That that pearl you have, mm -hmm. how much did it cost when you bought it? Mm, 150? Oh, I'm about to be as broke as you if that's the case. I could be wrong. It may have been more than that. Yeah. It was more. It was at least 150. Like, okay. It was 250. At least 150 <laughs> is a very useful graffiti. Thank it, you, though. It was a lot of money. I'll put it that way. Makes sense why you're broke. I, I only have 150 to my name. Wow. But... Ah, let's see what he has first. Sure. Why not? Okay, are, are we looking for canavers? Yep. All right. So uh, looking around the Golden Loop, uh, you do see a building which seems to shimmer and shine as if polished metal. And upon closer inspection, the roof does begin, does appear to be either made of bronze or given a bronze coating of some sort. Um, and the storefront itself is something that you have seen previously specifically in Meyerfall. Uh, the flags are seem to, seem to be blowing in a stiff breeze. They seem to be <laughs> flapping back and forth, even though it is a very light wind, only partly cloudy sky. It's getting a little chilly as we're heading in towards the beginning of fall, but still fairly comfortable. And brightly colored gold and copper overhangs seem to sparkle almost with non-existent glitter. Well, I hope this guy's more uh, lively than the other one. Agreed. Shall we? Let's go. All right, give me one second here. And we're we're moving inside. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. You move across the square, past a group of individuals who seem to be. Uh, buying some sort of um, necklace or other other jewelry to be admiring it in the glinting sun. And you move across 
and push open the door, start walking inside. And the loudest and most primal roar that any of you have ever heard in your life emits as soon as you open the door. I instinctively cast Mage Armor. <laughs> <laughs> You look around, you don't see any menacing monster, even though your hearts are beating about a million miles an hour. In fact, uh, you look across the way and you see a number of items set upon silver tables, potions, weapons, armor, books, shields, clothes. Uh, you notice brass shelves holding large arrays of instruments and seemingly random objects. There's a set of stairs. Still no big scary monster. You're on high alert, still looking around. And, oh wait, that's definitely a second floor that definitely wasn't there on the outside. And eventually you do see a young half-elven woman across the way who just seems to be reading a small book and seems quite unaffected by the sound that just occurred. What the fuck was that sound? Was that the doorbell? Everybody go ahead and make an intelligence check. 13. 16. 15. Come on, Nick's 14, come on. Yeah! <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> we got a small strike going on here. <laughs> there you go. You know what? This this might ruin it, but for the hell of it, I'm going to roll. Come for on, <laughs> come on. 12 or 17, let's go. I think it's intelligence Come on. is pretty hot, too. Oh, oh so close. Uh, <laughs> you fucking try hard always copying Still. me, Zeno. Still, that was that was, that was that amazing. Was um, I I definitely will give it to you, even if you hadn't rolled high, rolling the straight <laughs> was just awesome. Um, you all realize that that sound was most likely the roar of an ancient dragon. Like, 100% authentic roar. And as you look around, you do notice two um, probably like medium-sized dragon head busts right on the inside of the door, and they are kind of like pointed down. Not at you, but like, you know, like, like kind of just like um, angled down towards the floor. And thinking back, that is most likely where the sound came from, as it was from both sides. So it was like a doorbell. Kind of like a ding ding ding. <laughs> Do you always greet your new customers in such a manner? That was quite alarming. Uh, you'll get over it. Oh, great. <laughs> I did. And she closes her book and and actually smiles and you see do see a little bit of a twinkle in her eye. Welcome to Cannabis Curious Creations, the one and only emporium for all of your magical goods and services. My name is Leah. How may I assist you in all of your shopping this fine, fine morning? I like her. Does anybody else have anything they're interested in? Because I want one of those pearls that Graffiti has, but I'd need about 100 gold for it. So 
you guys can have first dibs, and I do believe I owe you some money, Nix, if you need some. Don't worry about it. What did she say her name was? Leah, L-I-A. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm broke, so... Um, I was uh, actually looking to commission an enchantment, if I could, and I'll, I'll present the um, staff. Oh, we don't get too many of those. Well, what kind of enchantment are you looking for? And she actually picks up the staff and starts, you know, kind of like balancing it and looking it up and down. Uh, uh, I'm curious what you had to offer as far as the selection. <laughs> there are all number of enchantments that we might be able to provide for you. Is there nothing really that you have on your mind? Just pick one of the ones we would like it fancy for any cost. Ah, well, I was looking for more damage, but um, I would like to hear what if there's anything else you have to offer. Well, there are different properties of quarterstaffs that we could do if you are looking for something that uh, does have a little bit more of a punch that would be something we definitely could create for you. Um, we would be able to turn it into a weapon that is um, more likely to uh, connect with an opponent while also doing more damage. So, out of speak, a plus one weapon. Uh, or it is a little bit more tricky and a little bit more pricey, um, but we sometimes are able to um, imbue certain weapons with the uh, elemental properties uh, that can take a little bit more time and as i said is a little bit extra cost um but it, it it is an option is that like what ezrin got you get the sense it's similar to what ezrin ezrin got and what the history just plus five cold damage or uh it, it's plus a d6 uh is there anything like that <laughs> Um, a, a simple elemental enchantment is, is something we definitely could do. Um, a simple elemental enchantment would take uh, approximately a week or so and would cost you somewhere roughly in the neighborhood of 250 to 300 gold. Sounds good. Unless there's anything really special you might have. I'm we. And she kind of like gestures around with her hands. There are a whole number of different uh, items and assortments of uh, objects that you might wish to peruse. I do not know what your current budget is, but uh, I definitely would be willing to show you around our stock before potentially putting in this commission. Or if you wanted to do both, I would be more than happy to do so as well. Uh, yeah, I'll take a look at the stock. I'm sure everybody else here would be interested. Of course, of course. Uh, fo follow me, everybody. And she kind of walks, uh, gets out from around the desk and starts showing you around. The contrast between Leah and Thurgan is striking. It is almost 180% opposite, and it's a little off-putting. Um, so I have a list here. Do people want me to just, like, read through it? Do you want me to... Do you, like, want to say items that you're interested in and I tell you if it's on the list. How, how do you want to do it? 
can you just post the list somewhere where we can reference it? Probably the, the quickest, but... Okay, I could do that. Uh, I also will say that this list is not extensive, so if there's something specific, you could ask about it. This is just a very kind of quick list that I put together that you guys could potentially be interested in now or in the I, I would have chimed up during the uh, enchantment speaker. How much for the uh, plus one enchantment? Because that's how he'd ask for that in that universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. Uh, the, the, the plus one enchantment would would run you uh, roughly 500 gold or so. What about any uh, pearls that help restore power? Do you have anything like that? Uh, we do have, uh, I believe, two pearls of power. Uh, let me run upstairs real quick and check our jewelry section. And she actually goes up the up the stairs. Nix, uh, didn't you want one as well? Um, perhaps, but I was actually thinking it might be nice to that offers a little bit more protection. I'm afraid these other things she's pointed out are out of my price range, though. Enchant your dress. You don't know about that yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, she she does. Uh, Leah does come back a few minutes later, holding uh, what looks to be a very fine pearl. Uh, yes, we do have uh, two pearls of power available. Um, this one is a, a level three pearl of power, uh, and it will run you three hundred and fifty gold pieces. Did she say three hundred and fifty? Man, I got the. She did, and I believe the enchantment that she offered Finn was more expensive than what I paid. But that's fine. It's um, you know. Different economy, I suppose. Go ahead and make an intelligence check, Ezra. Big city pricing, maybe? Or, 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 or history, if you're proficient. I don't know if you're proficient in history or not. Mm, almost definitely not. Uh, no. I am. Can I... That's a 10. A 10 a, 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 a is oh. fine. Um, yes, you, your enchantment, Ezra, only cost you 100. Wow. Are you trying to swindle us, lady? No. Why would I want to swindle new customers? I mean, I got this cold enchantment on my sword right here from your associate in Myrfall, and it only cost me a hundred gold, so I'm just wondering why these prices seem a little high. What did you say? Yes. Say that again. I said he gave me this enchantment for a hundred. One moment, I shall return shortly. And she just, without another word, turns and actually walks up the stairs. I was going to say. <laughs> so much for talking him up to his boss. Yeah. <laughs> so did he, I wonder if he screwed up or if he was just being nice and we didn't realize it. I, I think I persuaded him down from 150, but even way that... Even so, that's not 250, so... Yeah. She's gone for maybe five minutes or so, and uh, eventually, as you all are talking amongst yourselves, uh, you walk 
uh, you do hear uh, footsteps returning, but these footsteps are are heavier than the ones that you heard walking away. Um, and a moment later, you do see descending the stairs uh, what is a human man, rather tall, but still very built, but also a pot belly. He seems like like a, a mishmash of different body types. Like he's very tall and lanky, but also buff and portly at the same time. It's very hard to really understand what what his physique is. Um, very um, handsome smile, bright eyes, um, kind of flowing, um, dark gray silver hair kind of comes down over the shoulders. And uh, he, he just kind of walks up towards all of you. Hey! Hey, uh, I heard uh, you guys were talking to my assistant, Leah, here. Yes, we were. Might you be Canover? My name is most certainly Canover. <laughs> no. How can I help you guys today? <laughs> Apparently there was a little bit of a <laughs> confusion on the pricing. <laughs> No, I, can't, I, I don't want. I like, I like Liam better. No. Oh no! Oh no! I love Kettleverse oh. so much more. Wow! I'm so happy! Oh, oh my gosh! Ah uh, uh, yes. Well, I was just saying that uh, I believe um, I got this enchantment from one of your other associates in Myrfall. Um. Oh, Thurgan. Yeah, Thurgan's a great guy. I love him. Yeah, I believe. Super high energy. He's just always ready for everything. Is that irony? Because he seemed quite dull to me. Uh, everyone's got their people. <laughs> anyway, yes, I was saying I, I got this enchantment for 100 gold, and she was trying to sell it to him for 250. Just a little confused at the um <laughs> the inflation there. Bergen sold you that sword for a hundred gold? Yes, we bought a lot of other things, so I was willing to, you know, kind of package it all together for a discount. Make a persuasion check. Fifteen. Well, not uh, one to disparage my uh, customers, but uh, congratulations there, friend. You got one heck of a deal. That uh, that enchantment you got should have been roughly 250 to 350 gold. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. I really appreciate it. We really don't want to get him in any trouble. He was actually quite nice. Yes, he was quite helpful as well. Maybe Meyerfall isn't such the place to sell your things. I don't think you should blame him. Oh, I'm sure there's a reason. I'll just send him a message later and we'll figure it out. We always have fun messages back and forth. It's really nice to be able to just send someone, you know, a quick little message every now and then. It's almost, uh, wish you had, like, some sort of device to do that, but, uh, I really don't have one, so uh, 
Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I'll talk to him later. How can I help you all since you're actually standing in my store? And uh, we were just shopping. Browsing. Well, fantastic. I got a fuck ton of items I can sell you. What do you got? Well, you see, I, I'd like a pro power, but I only have 150 gold to my name, so. Oh, that's rather unfortunate. Is there anything you uh, you might need done around the town that we could look into that might earn us some good favor and maybe some gold in the meantime? Kind of thinks for a second. I don't think I have anything right now, but uh, if I ever come up with something, feel free to pop on by and I'll let you know. Or you could send us one of those fancy messages you were talking about. Oh, that I can certainly do. What is your uh, name there, good sir? I'm Ezrin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Ezrin. And he reaches out and shakes your hand. And his grip is insanely tight. Like, you think you're a pretty strong dude. Like, it's almost as if, like, you had no grip at all. And he, like, gives you two firm shakes and then lets go. Uh, looking around at your stock here, I was wondering, you have um, a protection enchantment of some sort? Maybe instead of the cloak or the bracers I see here, um, maybe perhaps a ring? Sorry, well, the DM looks at the rarity of that <laughs> ring. <clears throat> uh, okay. <laughs> okay, resources, magic item prices. Uh, I do have a, a couple of rings of protection available. Uh, one is a plus one ring of protection. Uh, that one will rough you about 500 gold pieces. Uh, but then I do have a plus two variant on that. Uh, however, that one is 2,500 gold pieces. Hmm. Like I said, Nix, my money is yours if you need it. No, well, I mean, I have... I see... I mean, I have almost 300, but another 150 isn't going to get me to that 500. Fortunately. Come on! How, what say you, Canaver? 450. For the ring? 450? Your persuasion check. Uh, 13. I mean, Nyx was kind of helping me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I assumed Nyx was making the check. Ooh. Oh, okay. So, sorry, sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> this, the, the, we're, we're talking about Nyx's ring, Nyx. right? Mm -hmm. He was, he was the one that was speaking. Okay. To, um, but we were kind of talking together. Oops. That was still to you. That's an 18. Okay. Um, between the two of you, averages out to about a 15. Uh, I don't know if I could do 450. Uh, 
Uh, how about 475? Hmm. We may need to return then. So I have just just shy of 300. It's fine. We need to earn more gold anyway, and this place seems quite more pricey. And honestly, we should probably at least save something so that we can make sure we have a nice place to stay. Yes. Well, if you're looking for nice places around the city, there's a ton of places that I can tell you about. Just let me know. I was actually just about to ask you. Oh. Well, what kind of place are you looking to find? Well, you know, I was hoping to find somewhere that would be in a, a comfortable part of the city, somewhere um, nice, somewhere uh, where I want to feel too, uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, uncomfortable walking around at night. We are fairly new to the city, we don't know very much about it yet. Well, if safety is really what you're looking for, especially with looking for this ring here, uh, your better areas of the city are probably going to end up being either Riverside, Mistro, or some parts Eastgate. Some parts are kind of sketchy, but most, for the most part, it's okay. Um, in terms of taverns in those areas, um, the best but least known tavern and eastgate specifically is the bleeding heart <laughs> food there is amazing seriously i go there probably twice a week just for the food it smells like shit because it is shit but it is what it is now if you're talking about your more upper scale places mistro you're probably looking at the dapper fire tavern and uh that place is a little pricey no it's a much more upscale that's more uh where the more uh, wealthy, monetarily inclined folk seem to live, if they can't afford the upper city. So I don't know why I'm sliding into southern. <laughs> um, Do it great. I gotta get down here again. I had to stop talking <laughs> for a second. Uh, but that's where more your upper middle class folk would be. Now, the other upper class, upper middle class area of the city would be Riverside. That's up on the northeast side of town. That's up... <clears throat> uh, I gotta look at something. <laughs> uh, that's up near uh, Evermore Plaza. There's a lot of uh, different places. A lot of temples around that area. You know, a lot of people who go to those temples tend to live in that area. There's a lot of parks. Pretty nice area. Um tavern in that area would be the tired priest that one's a little less expensive but people have their tastes thank you i was also wondering perhaps you could help us uh we really uh came here for uh, a conservatorium uh but from what we understand it's a little harder to get in do you know something that we could do to get in there uh, well, uh, in my experience, uh, there's really two ways that you can get into a place like that. You either need to have a writ, which is uh, something like this, and he snaps his finger and whoosh, you see a, a sheet of paper 
which has, you know, um, some scrawled writing on it that he's kind of moving too quick for you to actually read it. Um, but it does have what seems to be some sort of signature at the bottom. Uh, this is what gives me passage into both of those uh, more delicate places such as the conservatorium or the Athenaeum or anytime I want to go into the upper city if I need to see a friend over there. That's how I get in. And he just snaps his finger whoosh, and it's gone again. Uh, speaking specifically to the conservatorium, uh, I do know a couple of people who uh, went on uh, long quests and they found uh, some ancient you know, texts and knowledge and they were able to donate those to the conservatorium and thus were let in. So usually if you have some piece of knowledge or history or something that they would find uh, useful, that uh, is when you would be able to get in. Well, uh, assuming we don't have any of this knowledge that you speak of, what's the easiest way to obtain a writ? You seem to know your ways around this town and be quite esteemed. I'm sure you could conjure four within a few seconds. Oh, I, I myself uh, am not authorized to give out any writs. Uh, those come directly from uh, the Hall of Law themselves. Uh, so if you're looking to get a writ, I would uh, recommend doing something good for the city, specifically for the Hall. They would then be able to sign off on any writs that would give you access. Do you think slaying, uh, what was it, eight, nine direwolves by Eastgate constitutes as that or something greater? Did you guys slay some direwolves? That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she incinerated one. Uh, she, like, <laughs> again gives, like, the... <laughs> it was nothing. Gesture. And, and you're looking for protection? Why do you need protection if you can incinerate things? Well, I mean, magic is one thing, but, uh... She's a bit squishy, <laughs> and Ezrin kind of pokes her a little uh, bit. Thank you, Ezrin. I appreciate it. I've never really had that problem, so I uh, I uh, can understand. I'm not the uh, biggest favor of incinerating people either, so you'll excuse me if I stay away from that realm. And uh, as far as I understand, the hall is all... Unless I'm remembering that correctly. You you broke up pretty bad. Oh, sorry. I have no idea. I have no idea what you just said. Uh, oh, that's why. Um, uh, I asked if uh, isn't the Hall of Law in the Upper City as well? Uh, yeah, it is. So you would need to get there in order to get your Rick to get to the Conservatorium. Well. This seems kind of like a catch-22, doesn't it? We can't go to the upper city without a writ either, so... How do we make face at the Hall of Law? I'm, I'm kind of confused how the city works. Uh, you say this, and you, and you see him kind of look up. And, and it's almost like a, a clock where the hand is just ticking... And he's, you can almost see in his brain him starting to put the pieces together. Well, that doesn't seem fair. 
Never really realized that, but yeah, that doesn't really seem fair. Huh. Well, good luck. I hope you figure it out. Per, uh, he kind of like turns to Asrin. Perhaps if we have a friend that already has one. And then he kind of like looks over at uh, Carnivore. Yes, I was trying to encourage him to give us something to do, but it doesn't appear. Hmm. Say, would you, out of the goodness of your own heart, send word that we are looking for work and to prove ourselves in this great city you have? What kind of work are you good for? <laughs> Killing direwolves, for one. Oh, if that's what you're looking for, I would suggest uh, heading outside of the city. Those uh, tend to not be anywhere inside. That's not what I meant. We are good at um, infiltrating and eliminating threats. So if the Hall of Law has something that they're willing to throw our way to see if we're capable, I can assure you we are. So being put in touch with them would be much appreciated. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Fucking 12. Okay. Are we going to keep that? Or do we want to potentially use something? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Reroll it. You guys keep forgetting. I, I, yeah, I, I do. 19. Much better. There you go. Uh. Leo, what does my schedule look like for the rest of the day? Whatever you want it to be, <laughs> sir. I guess I could probably take you. That would be so kind of you. Sure. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and he, he just starts walking out the door. Like, like, does not even wait. He just starts walking. Okay. Uh, well, I wanted to start this enchantment. <laughs> He's walking out the door. Uh, you guys go ahead. I'll hang back here. Yeah, you're fast enough, and Leah you know what's knows what to do. Catch up. <laughs> okay. So Finn. You are going to set up the enchantment with yeah. Leah? Uh, I guess an elemental one. All right. Uh, what kind of enchantment uh, are you looking for? And this is on just on this quarterstaff here? Uh, yes. Uh, what were the elements I had to choose from? Uh, it would be any of the um, physical elements. So. Cold, fire, lightning, thunder, acid. Uh, I think that's all. Thunder. Well, I'll, I'll do it. Thunder is definitely appropriate for Finn. Thunderclap that fucking goger to his balls, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Why is it? Why is that not there? Uh... Oh, I know where I can look it up. <laughs> yep, acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, 
Acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder. Yeah, that's it. Thunder. All right, that is uh, definitely something we could get started on for you. Uh, it'll take roughly about a week, and it, it would cost you uh, roughly about 350 gold. Sounds good. Platinum is 10, right? Yes. Platinum, well, one platinum is 10 gold. Got it. So I have 269 gold and 14 platinum. That's more than 350. So yeah, here you go. Oh, all right. We uh, shall definitely get started on that for you. Uh, w what is the name I should register this under? Uh, Finn Hollow. All right. She kind of takes your staff back. This is this is quite a staff. I don't ever think I've ever seen one so finely balanced. Uh, the what it came from tried to kill us. It's the best kind. <laughs> I shall look forward to working on this. And she kind of takes it into their back room and then walks you back. Uh, is there anything else I might be able to assist you with? I'll show you around, Mr. Finn. Uh, no, I will see you in a week and I'll run out and <laughs> try and catch up with those guys. <laughs> Okay, make an, make an athletics check. Ten. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, no. Uh, Nyx, Ezrin, and Graffiti, uh, you all exit the shop right after Canaver as he is kind of just walking through the Golden Loop and out on back onto the main road. Are you saying anything, or are we just following him? Just following. Canaver, um, before we get through any gate that we can't pass, I'd like to wait for our other friend that stayed behind. He won't be long. Oh, sure. I uh, didn't even realize that uh, he wasn't here. <laughs> oh, yes. I think you're... Uh... Your assistant is getting quite a bit of money out of him at the moment, so... Oh, that's fantastic. We're pleased to hear that. Lovely. So you all kind of just mill around outside of this gate here, and eventually Finn does catch up. So you all walk up to this secondary uh, uh, upper city wall, and you see um, a... Similar but different setup. Uh, this time you actually see uh, two separate portcullises, one on the inner and outer sections of the wall. And there is actually uh, two members of the Iron Claw actually within the uh, within the, the middle of these two portcullises. Present your writ, sir. Hey, uh, I'm Canaver. Here's my writ of passage. Uh, I'm actually uh, escorting these people to... Uh, the Hall of Law. They uh, have some business there. They're under my custody. So I would, uh... Yeah, I, I'd like to take them to the Hall. And he's gonna make a persuasion check. <laughs> I can see. Uh, I need to look something... I need to look something up. One moment. I'll, uh over his shoulder to just kind of be like, we have had word sent ahead um, 
from uh, from Clear Springs about our party, but uh, he didn't give us anything to show you, so he's been kind enough to help us get this all sorted out. Okay, I'll give him advantage for that. Ooh. 24. Nice. Uh, of course, Mr. Canover, sir. Uh, I hope you and Leah are both very well. Oh yeah, we're uh, we're doing great. It's just fantastic. And uh, now that you guys aren't actually in the shop, you can actually give a point of reference to Canover. He's probably like six six. Like he's very tall, and he's towering over most most people that you want. I'm past. still taller. <laughs> <laughs> You're <a> freak graffiti. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Canon. Uh, but the portcullis on the outside is opened for all of you. You are ushered through. The inside one is opened as well. It is closed behind you. And as the four of you follow Aphelios Canaver into the upper city for the first time, Getting into the upper city much earlier than I anticipated, by the way. <laughs> we will go ahead and close the session oh. here for our one year anniversary episode. Yay! Yay.